Hey guys, uh, yeah, it's me, uh, your favorite host, uh, well, one of your favorite hosts, I guess, uh, sitting here on his recliner, uh, recording the intro to episode number fucking seven of Geek Ronin. Uh, this week was pretty freaking cool. We uh, we got to sit down with Pete Vasquez of uh, Fat Guy Inc. Uh, he's uh, one of a duo of these two fucking awesome guys that do some really cool artwork and uh, are just generally fun guys to hang out with and chat with. Uh, so uh, this one's kind of long. It's about a little uh, a little under two and a half hours long. Um, <clears throat> They are going to be partnering with Geek Ronin to help put on Comic Barcon. So if you want to ch keep an eye out uh, on ComicBarcon.com, you can also find uh, Comic Barcon on Facebook. I do believe it's Facebook.com slash Comic Barcon. Uh, if you want to find uh, Fat Guy Inc., uh, listen to uh, the podcast, and around the end... Pete gives you uh, uh, all the places that they can, you can find Fat Guy Inc. Uh, they will be at New York Comic Con with us there and booth uh, 1339. And I do believe we are at the uh, we are at another booth uh, 1359. Uh, I will confirm that uh, for the next show, but uh, that's what's going to be going down. Uh, there is no music break uh, this week. Uh, I do uh, want to throw out if you want to. Uh, Listen to us, uh, or just follow our, just follow us uh, on any sort of social media. You can find us at Facebook.com/slash Geek uh, You can find us on Instagram uh, at Geek Ronin. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, which is uh, at Geek underscore Ronin. Um, you can find me uh, on Instagram at, at I am Thomas TBG, all one word. Uh, you can find Lawrence on uh, Instagram uh, at Batman121598, and you can find uh, Danny uh, on Instagram at the real Danny Darko, and also check out uh, Successfully Failing Studios. Uh, so, without further ado, here is the, the podcast. Enjoy, motherfuckers. This is the boy you're listening to. You're Yo, this be the Darko of Danny. You're listening to Geek Ronin, not We the Geek Tom. <laughs> Nah, we were recording right there. Well, that was that was sort of conversation that we needed to have in private. When we get all like uh, Pete was saying this to me earlier, that when we get everything all situated, that's when we can come out and say, "Hey, this is what we're gonna do. This is how it's going down," and and we can go from there. But I mean, there was there's no real point in recording three, that whole recording that whole thing that we just did. There's three things you never let people see you make: sausages, laws, and how you organize artists together because it's. Messy and ugly. Yeah, no, it really is, but that's okay. That's the beautiful part. Exactly. 
It's a beautiful that. thing. I, you know, and, and never in a million years did I think that a podcast that I was doing would be hosting an event like that. So that would that's going to be pretty sweet. Fuck yeah. This is the, for me, this is the, the reason why I'm excited. And I told you this, Lawrence. I want, the dream for me is to do, if I could do a show one a month, that'd be fucking great. If I could do two a month, three a month, I'm where I want to be. I'm having a would love to be, I want Fat Guy Inc. or at least art to be my life. Fuck and, yeah. Welcome, and, welcome to the club, man. Right? And this, Cheers to that. us doing Farcon together like this is the step, is the, is one of the steps forwards. So let's fucking go. <laughs> I'm down. Hell yeah. Definitely. Right on. So, I mean, usually there's, this is, uh, this is really not a huge uh, formatted show. Uh, this is pretty much just, uh, if we have a topic... We start on the topic, and then we usually end up going mm-hmm. off on a random tangent. I don't know if you've been listening to any of the shows, but it's pretty much what it is is you know, we just have a conversation. It's just long-form conversation. I'll throw a song yeah. in, uh, in the middle of the podcast to sort of break it up and you know that type of deal. But outside of that, it's pretty, I mean, it's um, pretty straightforward. We, we've had like very structured, like, you know, let's stick to a few topics here and there. But this is a real, like... Last minute, let's throw a wild card. We, well, I, I feel mean, like lately we've just been throwing wild card shows. Well, I, out. Like, I like the wild card you know. shows, honestly, and we can have structured ones as well. But I mean, like, I feel like even when we were doing the live shows, it was very much uh, the wild card shows were the best ones because we would just go off on random topics and we'd find like a gem topic that nobody was talking about, and everyone would be like, oh, "Yeah, oh, I can't believe you talked about that," or. or like, I, I've been thinking that same thing for, like, three years, and someone finally said something about it. You know, shit like that. Because, I mean, it got stale yeah. It got stale talking about um, people overreacting to casting in movies and uh, people getting butthurt about, uh, you know, like, who got casted as what role in this film or whatever. Because that was 90% of what we were talking about for, like, a solid month and a half. It was just, yeah, fuck that, man. <laughs> fuck that. Oh, I'm so tired of it. So for sure. Pete. Yo. Tell us about Fat Guy Inc. For anybody who's listening that has not heard of Fat Guy Inc., tell people tell our five listeners about, <laughs> about Fat Guy Inc. I'm pretty sure all five of them are. I wish you could still on. use that gauge clip to just be like, oh, four listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Oh shit! Now we're yeah, I, yeah. I gotta find that. I think I still have that clip. I can get that clip and throw it on here. Then we can find that one guy. Exactly. <laughs> hey, we gotta find. We gotta find another guy. Shit. We gotta find that one guy. All right, everybody. My name is Pete. I am one half of Fat Guy Inc. I am one of the fat guys. The other guy is Brendan. We are Fat Guy Inc. We're a bunch. Long story short, this is the way it works. Um, both artists, both friends. Years ago, like 15 years ago, I used to bartend and Brendan used to sit at my bar and I used to get him stupid drunk. And then after closing time, we'd go out to another bar and get stupid drunk. And we always had comic books and art and stuff like that and beer, obviously, and food in common. So it all worked out. Yummy. <laughs> Fast forward a few years hey, later. Hey, there he goes. Danny's here. Yay. Danny's in the conversation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Perfect, because we're talking about fat guys, so. Yeah, baby. I have food in my mouth right now, too. <laughs> well, uh, considering what else could have been in your mouth, I'm really happy then. 
<laughs> well, carry on. I don't mean to rudely interrupt your conversation. That's no, all good. Okay. Not interrupting. Um, I'm telling the origin story of Fat Guy Inc. so people can understand what we are. As... Hey, this is my inner Puerto Rican coming out. Yeah. Those are good, man. I haven't had those in a long time. My <laughs> inner Puerto Rican comes out hard. For the... Hard. Hard. Before you go any further, were you at the the um the Yankee game? Uh, me? Yeah, the the Yankee game at at City Field. No, I was just I was watching it at work because um work was um it was Burger Night where I work and okay. we get destroyed, but the Yankee game was on the TV. No, because I asked I asked because uh, one of my coworkers was telling me how he was watching it and he brought up some some dude that they showed on ESPN who uh, he happened to be fat and like he was just like they showed him yawning. And they, I, I, apparently, he's like a Mets fan, so I oh, wasn't sure if it was fan, you so. or not. I'm definitely not a Mets fan. Oh, so. yeah, I, I don't know. That's no, a, he's, 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 Mets fans. I mean, it's it's okay if you want to be a Mets fan. That's fine. I don't, you know, just I'm not one of them. But anyway. Yeah, continue um, your story. Sorry. Fast forward a few years. We're out on Long Island, and then we find out that we both go to the same comic book shop, which we didn't know. Uh, Fourth World in Smithtown. I'll always give them the plug. It's the greatest place on earth. Screw Disney World. Um, <laughs> I love that place. And then I, because I've been going there, I'm 43. I've probably been going there since I was three years old. Since Damn. before the current owner actually. Wow, that's joke. a staple. Yeah, we joke about that, but it's funny. And then it's funny, me and <laughs> the owner's son who, who runs the place too, he's, he's like, yeah, you helped me pay through college. I'm like, that's I probably <laughs> But anyway, and then, so it, we bumped into each other a couple times at New York Comic Con, me and Brendan. So it was cool, you know, whatever, awesome. Um, find out that one of his friends had a booth there, and Brendan said, "Yeah, I'm going to help him out next season behind next year behind the booth, 2014." I'm like, "Great, I'll stop by and say hi." Fantastic. A couple months later, I get the call. His buddy bailed on him, and Brendan said, "Would you want to do the booth with me?" Well, just draw pictures and stuff all day, and it'll be a bucket list thing that we could cross out. We had a table at New York Comic Con. It's a fantastic spot. Anybody who's seen our spot. Knows that where we are is freaking amazing. So yeah, I was like, yeah. It's a beautiful Yeah, spot. you guys, like, we. It's like you and Hunt. In fact, like, prime real estate. Like, you guys landed on gold mines. And it's yeah, pretty did. much the same story where people bailed and were just like, I don't want the spot anymore. And you guys got, like, fucking insanely prime real estate. If, if anyone's walked New York Comic Con, like, the, the main exhibitor hall, they're right across from Lego and Marvel. Across from you know Marvel, Marvel the, the, the Capcom Konami booth wasn't wasn't too far behind. Funko's right behind them. Like it was prime real estate, or it is prime it real estate. Is. Any easy frame of reference for anybody, they could go. Uh, they could Google Adam Savage at New York Comic Con because remember he did the total. Yes, like, the, and he actually piece. did a full pan of our table. It's fantastic. But anyway. Um, so we did, we went, so our first show as Fat Guy Inc., which was Brendan's idea of a name, and I designed the, the, the logo, was New York Comic Con 2014. Wow, we're stupid. <laughs> and it was amazing. <laughs> it was absolutely amazing. We got the living crap kicked out of us. It was amazing. And we turned around and said, hey, you want to try to do another show? Yeah, okay, what the hell? And because we, we, honestly, we were a 24 by 36 Fat Guy Inc. poster board sign Two portfolios and two sketch pads. That's what we were at New York Comic Con. We, it was just uh, crazy. We, we were nothing. And now we are, you know, 2017, our fourth New York Comic Con, a bunch of other I have. I'm looking at it now, a, a coat hanger with dozens and dozens of Comic Con 
and in Vinton and all sorts of show badges and stuff. And mm-hmm. we're the guys that you come yeah. to. You can check us out. We've evolved from just guys that drew stuff for people and did a few prints. We still have the prints. We do mini paintings. We do little paintings. We have T-shirts. We've all our bread and butter's always been drawing at shows. We do tons of commissions. Uh, we have some sketch cards. Brendan is actually uh, a, an incredible sketch card artist. Uh, do the comic book sketch covers and now another bucket list thing. So I, I thank Brendan every day for it. That's off my list and that's currently going. Issue three will be out after New York Comic Con is our comic book, Fat Guy Inc. Presents. Issue 3 comes out at the end of October. Issue 2 is out now, and... Yeah. It could, yeah, it couldn't have happened without Fat Guy Inc. That's, that's who I am. That's who Brenton is right now. That's what we've been doing, and it's been a hell of a ride. Come join us. It's going to be fun. We have treats. Fuck yeah. yeah you, have, uh, you, two, you two are one hell of a team, man. Like, from <laughs> the yeah. few years that I've known you, I mean... You guys, it's like you get, it's it's pretty awesome to see you guys work together the way you do. You know, it's almost like a brotherly thing, and that that that's something that you know when when you get into the artist world and you see more of that, it becomes a lot more appealing. Like, you know, whenever we do conventions, right? The number one question people will ask us is like, "Oh, did you make money or whatever?" Like, dude, it's I mean, granted, that's what you want, but there's a lot of times where we don't. But the do you get you get to see things like. You know, you and Brendan working together and, you know, just the whole in beyond thing. It's it's cool to see that. So, yes, yeah, so to see you guys doing what you do and, and love what you do and you bring that sort of like you guys bring like a brotherly element to it. I mean, the way you guys Thank welcome you. other people. And, and that's cool. It's like that. That's like a Appreciate promising that. thing that a lot of people don't really see. You know, when they yeah. think of like Comic-Con, they think of like, uh, you know, running around and, you know, just doing this, doing that. And it's sort of like a corporate ish thing. But, dude, it's much bigger than that. I think separately, but in common, Brendan and I both had the the respect for other people and the respect for other people doing their work kind of thing. And plus, we were comic book fans before we started even doing this. So we respected other artists doing their hustle. And we yeah. were friends with a lot of artists doing their hustles. And we, the way we, first off, we work really well together because we have a lot of opposite things. Like, I definitely really, really enjoy doing sequential art. Brendan doesn't so much, you mm-hmm. know, but he's getting, he's doing it too for the book, which is cool. So, you know, we have that yin and yang going though. However, yeah. Brendan's detail work, Brendan can work. He could, you can give like the sketch cards, the artist trading cards. Yeah. I saw some of them. Yeah, They're pretty fucking. He is killing the game with artist trading cards. You have to go check them out. You can go to our, you can go to our Instagram page, folks. I'll talk about that later. Our Facebook, our website's coming. I promise like, those cards are, like, the size of a business card. Yeah. Seriously. Mm-hmm. And he's getting these incredible details on, like, Star Wars characters, on all, on Walking Dead characters, and they are absolutely the most amazing thing ever. On the other hand, you hand me a canvas that's two foot by three foot, and I'm a little kid at Christmas. And you, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I but believe- that's the thing, like, you guys, like, the level of art that you guys do, like, Brendan with his... I have one of the mini um, Fallout Boy, yeah. the mini canvases yeah. that he has, and literally like the attention to detail. Like I've only seen a handful of people pull that kind of stuff. Our, our boy Prez from the studio, for instance, he does his stuff on like fucking post-it notes with like that kind of detail. Yeah, and it's yeah. insane to me. Dude, those things drive yeah. me crazy. I tried doing the little uh, sketch card thingy, the little trading card shit. Dude, it's like. It feels so fucking weird. Like it's just, I, I, 
Yeah. Yes, it's, it feels weird to you, right? It's, Some I don't people know how do it so effortless, and you know, it's like when you ink less- on it, it's just it's just so weird. Like I don't get it, and I don't know how people make it look so fucking sick. And when I do it, like it just feels like like complete ass. The only way I was able to get my mind around it uh, was doing them with watercolor paper and watercolor. It's the only way I could get it. But that's again, but I can I can't. I have a, a stack that I'm going to give away of blank cards and stuff because I can't do it. Because I just can't work that well. But me, but me. That's why we work so great together. But Brendan can bang these things out, and he's just simply a G with it, and it blows my goddamn mind. But it's, I love it because the guy's just got this talent that you're like, okay, like Lawrence just mentioned, he's got the little. We sell those. He at the table, we always have the little mini canvases on the easels. Those are Brendan's babies, and they should be, and he should be the one that corners the market with those because he will do. You know, dozens of these things. They're like the size of like a package of gum, like an Altoids box. They're, they're, some are two inches by two inches. And he gets these most amazing detailed little characters. And he's just amazing with it. Like the, the pickle wreck that he has right now. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, how did you get the pit? How do you get the pimple in the pickle like that, bro? You know, the, the, <laughs> the smallest thing I could do on a painting wise like that are eight by eights. Cause that's, cause that's as small as I can get my brain to work, you know, uh-huh. but it's just, it's just amazing. That's how we. But that's how we work, though. We, you know, we. When you come to our table, it's definitely. It's almost as if it's two tables, but one at the same time. We're one team, but we're one team that'll give you so many different things on anywhere you look. You're not going to see the same thing. I'm not making the yeah, same. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. That yeah. sounds very He's much like Indian as well. I mean, I think that's yeah. why we mesh yeah. so well. Yeah, I think so. Because what I, what I like too is you guys when you draw things it's it's genuinely all right maybe it's something new and something that may be popular but it's it's definitely something you guys wanted to do like I mean think about think about the fucking Deadpool SpongeBob that fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. or even the Attack on Cookie you know what I mean like it was something that they caught that the caught my eye a long time ago when I first met these guys. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what it was, but the mashups are like really fucking cool and very, very witty. Mashups are fucking man. Like, no, Pete I, swears by that thing, and like, I, I didn't know Attack on Cookie to explain it to me, so he's explaining it to me, he's showing it to me, and I saw it move. I've seen it move at a show, and I was like, Jesus Christ! Like, this shit is like, like bestseller, like really bestseller. I drew that for New York Comic Con 2014. Uh, the original sold on Friday. I don't own the original art for that anymore. <laughs> and it's, I have to repop, I'm actually currently repopulating it for New York Comic Con this year. And I love that people like it. And, but the other, I think the other mashup you were talking and this is, again, Brendan and I just really enjoy mashups. And one of, one of my favorites is actually one of his. Uh, he calls it Tattooing Barbecue. He went ahead and got the scene <laughs> when Luke jumps out of the speeder, Uncle Owen and Peru, and there you see Uncle Owen and Amperu all crispy after getting dealt with by stormtroopers. Yeah. And they're all crispy in the Aww. desert by the house. And okay. it's one of, it is one of my favorite pieces that he's ever done, and it's a, just a fantastic little swish. He did another one. Um, he did a Fat Yoda piece, which is also one of my favorites. He, he actually drew that at Comic-Con 2014. But... <laughs> I, I love a good mashup. I like, like, and in fact, actually to turn the coin a little bit, the, the, the stickers that Danny that you have out right now oh, dude. are pretty freaking dope. Yeah. I got to Thank you so oh, much, awesome. man. Can we stop for a second? 
just for a second, because I know we mentioned the fact I think was on the Nerdist of, for New York Comic Con last year, thanks to Adam Savage. Can we talk about Danny Roman getting his goddamn art on Finn Balor's Instagram? Right. Yeah, yeah. Dude. that's fucking baller, dude. That's so I've baller. Yo, I've like throughout the years, I've like mentioned you know wrestlers, artists, right. uh, well, most more so wrestlers. You know, nothing. I never get any kind of you know like or or retweet. And you know, I did this piece, and I'm like. Yeah, that's true. No, no, but I mean, like, I see other, like, random, like, people. It's not, like, just big titty chicks, you know? Bro, really quick, before you, before you stop, I just, just because I want to stroke Danny's ego a little bit, just, you know. <laughs> yeah. Finn Balor oh, has 2 million followers right now. I fucking he, no. He posted, Finn, Prince David, pre- posted your picture of him, your drawing of him, 12 hours ago, and it has over 25,000 likes. Yeah, dude. Like that's right. Awesome, dude. I, I like. I woke up to that in the morning because the thing is, all right. So I posted it. I posted it a couple times, but I I also posted it on Twitter, and I feel like they may get those notifications more than they do the Instagram. So sure, yeah. um, so my Twitter handle is different than my Instagram handle, and the reason for that is because like I had got um I had got a uh, what do you call it um reported a couple times. For really stupid shit. So, and I think it was my ex girlfriend who did it. Um, I came to that conclusion. But um, yeah. So th- that's why they're different. But uh, so on it it says he he doesn't actually tag me, you know, on my actual Instagram name. But uh, but either way, it's still cool, dude. Like I woke up to that. My homegirl uh, mentioned me, and she's like, "Oh my god, he did it!" And I looked, and I was on the train on my way to work, and dude, that shit just made like my day so fucking great. And like I put this thing on 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 a uh, on a. Uh, Facebook. I was like, what I'm really, really concerned about is if uh, another wrestler, her name is Liv Morgan, if yeah. she liked that photo, because if she liked that photo, technically she liked my photo, so then you know I could slide in her DMs and shit. But um, <laughs> but no, dude, that that was like, I mean, it's crazy, and I I did I did that with no notion of him, like you know, it wasn't like oh I'm gonna draw this just so he could put me up there. Like I did it because like. Yeah, I wanted to draw wrestlers, and then I was going to do Kenny Omega, but then Balor came into mind with all the face paint. I felt like that would be a little more easier to to exaggerate with, and I took his whole, you know, because he's supposed to be modeled after Venom. I don't know if uh, Tom or Lawrence know that. Oh, for sure. It looks Uh, just like Venom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was in the indies, he was doing a lot of different stuff, um, and it it looked a lot more like Venom. But, you know, once he got signed to the WWE, he had to, for marketing reasons, had to, uh, I mean, uh, you know, copyright reasons, had to change it. Um, and make it look a little, a little more general. So, yes, yeah, so I took the whole idea of Venom because drawing Venom is fun. Like, because yeah. you can exaggerate yeah, you, with you, the you, tongue you and the slime. Minutes. Yeah. And, um, oh, yeah, you remember that shit, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's fucking old school. But, yes, yeah, so I kind of took that idea and ran with it. So I made – because his face paint is supposed to be an illusion. Like, you know, things are – like, it's uh, coming to life. So I took that and blew it up. And the fact that he noticed it was great, man. And, like, I'm looking at the comments and it's like everybody's like, oh, it's awesome, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. That's pretty dope. Yeah, that's man. Pretty that's fucking insanely dope. You know what I'm actually gonna do? Um, and you know, I mean, he's dead now, but uh, uh I've been doing. I did the Krusty the Clown. Uh, I did Joker. I just recently did it, like a little mashup of, for the stickers, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna mm-hmm. do a Doink the Clown. I just thought of another clown, and I was like, I'm gonna do Doink the Clown. So it's gonna be a Krusty Doink the Clown crossover. Then I have a four set of Krusty stickers. Nice. Those nice. things are dope. And like stick. You know what I want to figure out how to do? Get um, I I don't know if I could do it with regular stick stickers like uh like the, 
I don't know, opposite side, or whatever. But anyways, for cars. Yeah, like the because car decals? Do, yeah, because we do a lot of Long Island shows and, you know, everybody in Long Island has a car. You have to have a car for the most part. So yeah, I think right. like those might do well. Yeah. Hell yeah. I got to get that pizza, Rick, man. Dude. Hey, yeah. Dude, if yeah. you got if you put that on a fucking t-shirt, I would wear that all the time. Pizza Rick. Fuck. Who needs Dude, Pickle I... Rick when you got fucking Pizza Rick? Yeah, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, Pickle Rick is awesome, but fucking pickles suck, you know? Well, I like pickles, <laughs> but I like pizza better than I like pickles. Yeah, I don't like Amen. Pickles. <laughs> I'm sure either or is fine with uh, with Pete. Food is good. Uh, I, pizza's, yeah, pizza's first. Yeah, pizza, then pickles, <laughs> but I mean... I don't know about right. 10 pickles, but pizza's first. Pizza's down first. I don't. Uh, shout out for that comment, Pete. Oh uh, no doubt. At any time. Well, that's and that's weird. It's all that we. People, uh, sorry, I got distracted. People get confused too. It's um, you go to a convention, you go to a show. People don't realize networking is that. And we were talking about this before. Yes. Networking is definitely something. Even if you don't make a penny, talking with other artists, befriending other artists, you know, taking yeah. care, you know, hanging out, seeing the people that you haven't seen for a while, checking out other people's work is all part of it, you know? And yeah, there's going to be maybe some people get a higher percentage, but I'd probably say 5% of the people I run into, it's like, Ooh, okay. Sorry. I, I'm sorry you're here. You know, it's like, wow, there are, don't get me wrong. There are a couple negative, but negative yeah. stuff. There is, it's just, it's life. But those yeah. are, but those are also the guys that you only see once in a while. Cause they don't get invited to stuff or they don't get approved to stuff. Cause they're just, they're just, you know, they rub the people the wrong way. <laughs> they rub people the wrong and way. Then, it's and okay, you can say it. They're dicks. You can say it. Yeah, okay. This is to- <laughs> this is totally uh, uh, uncensored. So you can say whatever the hell no, you no, want. No, except <laughs> that I didn't want to curse. I have no fucking problem with that. I just think <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep. I'm he has to, zero filter. Yeah, yeah, I really do. Yeah, I'm I know. That's keep, why I was like, why is he? Why is he just saying that they're fucking douchebags? I'm, like, I'm trying to be fairly political, so I just in case, you know. One of the dicks ends up running something that I need to go work for. Well, that's fine. I'll I'll say it. They can they can blackball well, at least I'm not, me. That's whatever. At least I'm not naming who the dicks are. So well, that's, that's good. That's, that's good. good. That's good. That's there's, good. That's, we won't talk about that. But there's there's. I mean, we've all run into them, and it's just fun. Yeah. Whatever. But still, it's more fun. I think. <laughs> I'll be right back, guys. <laughs> I really did. I'm like, okay. Danny's okay. Danny's up. <laughs> it's just, it's funny when you run into somebody who's, because I think the general con. Oh, 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 oh. Wait, can you still okay. hear it? Ow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can hear ow, ow, ow. Ow. <laughs> tail, 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 tail. Wag, oh, yeah. wag. He'll be, he'll, Danny will be back in a second. Okay, terrific. I think the, the, the con goer can see if you're not. If some, they can see if you're a tool, I think. And then yeah. those are the tools that I are mean, all, you know? You know, we've all been the fan or the attendee before we got into the oh, sure. crazy, awesome Hell job yeah. that we have now. And we've seen it. We've seen the guys who just sit there and they're trying to, sh- you know, sell their book or sell their whatever. And they're just like, buy my shit or get out of my face. You know what I mean? And, right. you know, like... That's not people want to spend exactly. time at the table with. Fucking, I can spend 20 minutes to like an hour at certain people's tables. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people may, people may be like, oh, those are, you know, 
the barnacle people, those are state, you know, the, the lurkers that stay with you. I'm like, nah, that's how I fucking ended up at Avion was because I fucking just stayed and talked to Hutch for a while. Same. I was like, holy shit, I have Same. a bunch of this Hutch. I have, I have a bunch of this work. You know, I really like your, I really like your art and whatnot. And he goes, okay. And we start chatting it up and, you know, he exchanged information with me. He was like, yo, we definitely have to link up soon. Fucking lo and behold, you know, three years later, two years later, whatever the case was, um, you know, I am where I am now. But, like, that wouldn't happen if you didn't, you know, just, you weren't open to shit. You know what I mean? Like, the guys just sit there and they're like, yeah, whatever, just my book is there. Let me finish my sketch. That shit, like, rubs me the wrong way. I am so glad you said that. Okay, I am so glad you said that. One of... (laughs) <laughs> it's the funniest goddamn thing. And I'm sure Hutch has heard, Eric has heard it. I'm sure you guys have heard it. I When, when Danny comes out, we need to mention it to him. Uh, I said before, one of the biggest things about Fat Guy, and like if you listen to it, it came from the radio with, with Mark. With Mark, They'll tell you the, the biggest the biggest thing. Huh? No, sorry, that was Chris. Sorry. Yeah, you guys could keep talking. Uh, yeah, no, a little bit, yeah. No, thank you, though, man. The biggest thing that we do is we draw at the table. And I, I remember in a Facebook group, somebody, a bunch of like, not well-known, but more like published guys, but not super well-known guys. And even freaking some um, people at cons, like other people who go to cons, like artists at cons. Oh, you draw while you're at the table at a convention? That's so rude. How do you talk to your customer? I put my fucking pencil down, I shake their hand, and I make eye contact with them. Yeah, it's yeah. not that difficult. But, buddy, my... I've been in a restaurant. Like I, like I don't even mind if you still draw while I'm talking to you. Like half, I think you're doing your thing, but you can still have an engaging conversation. Half the people like, prefer that I keep drawing because they like watching me draw. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. First off, secondly, uh, and just to give you, because my friend runs for me, I've bartended and waited tables for 25 years. I know how to do two things at once. I can sit there and arrange my table and put something away or have a drawing in front of me and still make eye contact with you and still have a great conversation and answer any questions you have and make a connection, which is the point of the whole thing, while still having something in front of me. I don't have to stop what I'm doing to talk to you because you'd never get anything done just in life, jackass. And the guy's telling me, oh, no, you it's so rude of you. What? From where? As to who? I'm at a comic book convention. I've seen, when should I draw? I've seen Hutch destroy a commission while talking to like three other people. Yeah, and like a lot of people making eye contact, oh. destroy makeup. Hutch, is, Hutch <laughs> is a strange kind of like something special because I've seen him destroy, destroy commissions. Meanwhile, like he's conducting like two different business conversations. He's trying to like ask me about shit and like. Yeah. Shit going on. Dealing with my dick jokes. Dealing with <laughs> the the there's a way there's a surplus of dick jokes at the Amiano. Oh my god! All the time. It's terrible. It's really bad. It's, it's great. Really. Bad. Well, dude, do, do, do you remember? Do you remember that? Oh yeah. Do you remember that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you got. I don't know if you saw it, Pete. But um, there was this guy uh, that was getting uh, sketch cover commissions done by different artists. And he yes. actually came back. He got a de- he got Deadpool uh, commissions. For, he got two of them from Hutch, and it, he almost sort of had like a competition going because Hutch did like a really like I think it was uh, 
The first one was a picture of Deadpool grabbing Power Girl's tit and then Power Girl punching him in the face and the caption saying, totally worth it. I uh, did see that. He did that yes, one. Yes, and yes, then... Yes. And then he went and got another one, and it was like this super like vulgar one, which was fine if that's what he wants. If that's what the artist wants to do, then that's cool. And then Hutch is like, "I want to do one like just as vulgar, but like veiled, veiled vulgarity." So we ended up doing. He ended up doing the fucking uh, uh, Brokeback Mountain like movie poster, oh, yeah. as Deadpool and the guy who was getting the picture done, and it was all like Deadpool whispering into his ear like. <laughs> Like it's not gay if you don't push back or yeah yeah you know. no <laughs> like, that was probably don't that was probably easy don't one of the best things I've ever sneeze. seen <laughs> like Hutch like I know he's a family man I know he's like probably gonna chew us out for this but like he goes with like. The craziest. He's gotten the craziest oh, like commission request. Well, I'm not even gonna lie. He he definitely got a lot of the things that Deadpool said from like you, me, and Danny while he while that was all happening. Oh, he's like oh, he's sorry. like I want him to say something <laughs> terrible. What do you what should he say? And I'm just like yeah. You should Absolutely. say it's not gay if you don't push back. <laughs> <laughs> like um, like Pete. I don't know if you saw you've seen the um, the Dick in the Box Deadpool. Yes. Yes. That was that a was great a idea. Crazy, I love that. Cra- crazy idea that we had. Um, there was one where, you know how uh, Spider-Man kisses Mary Jane upside down? Uh, yeah, I saw that one too. There was I know, a, you know, that, I know where you're going. Deadpool. <laughs> oh, man. There's so many. And it's just like, you know, like, I've seen the craziest out there shit. And mind you, like, he does it with a straight face. He does it with most of a straight face and you know like people get snippy about like oh like you know i want engagement it's like i don't know don't talk to me while i'm drawing are you serious like the best feedback you can get is while a person's talking to you because they'll probably give you a like fucking rock star idea like holy shit you know what i'm gonna use that right and Hutch's prime example of using shit that he hears or overhears and just running with it. Just running with it. That, you know, at the same time, too, and, and not to be a Debbie Downer or anything like that, sometimes you want to not have the guy who did, who has, trying to say this, and hopefully Danny can help me out here. Mm-hmm. Somebody will come up and they'll really want a commission mm-hmm. and they'll want 97 different things. Okay. Yeah. We have three hours. We're going to have to whittle that down to two things in black and white. Oh, okay. Why? Because you want the Mona Lisa on a postage stamp right now, and I have three other commissions to do. Right? (laughs) Yeah. I I want to. And I give people the options. Like, I can do that, but if you want, I can send it to you in a couple weeks and do it right. But if you want – Plus, it's also an issue of, like, they want something wild crazy – on 11 by 17, but they want it for like 20 bucks. That's why as an artist, you got to be smart. And first off, you have to have your price list out and visible. First off. Secondly, you got to commit to it. You can't, you know, you can't weeble wobble and fuck around with that. And and most importantly, you have to be able to talk to people and kind of negotiate. But at the same time, you know what you can do at a table with the equipment that you have in the time you have in the space you have. 
like <clears throat> it's much easier to do a quick little pinup, maybe a bust or a headshot of somebody or something like that mm -hmm. or something. And then people will go, well, I could do a cartoon version a lot faster and a lot cooler. And then that's why you, I do. I know I have a lot of I'll have we have markers at the table, but I have a lot of watercolors, too. That makes coloring a little easier and stuff like that. And I'll tell people things like that. And, you know, that'll give them more ideas and stuff. And it's great. And I love doing things like that. But it gets weird when they come back to the table and check up on you. He's like, oh, no, his ear should be the other way. I was like, bro. <laughs> bro. Mm -hmm. That's – I don't – people like that, I mean – to do it. <laughs> yeah, people like it. that, there are some very, like, anal people when it comes yeah. to things like that. And I get it. But, yeah, like, no, you, gotta, you gotta, like you just said, you got to understand we have a certain time. You know, like, if you want to send – you know, have me send it to you, then – yeah. And that's fine. Like, like this dude, Dave. Uh, remember Dave, the guy that used to come around um, with the sketch cover commissions? I don't know if you ever met him. Oh, yeah, David. Yeah, yeah. David. yeah. And him, he's like, dude, take as long as you fucking want. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, and that's how it's done. And like, he, yep. he gives you full creative freedom. Like, he'll give you a sketch cover. Like, you could literally draw a dick on a Wonder Woman cover. That, that he just wants art from that and artist. He'll give, and he'll give you six months to do it. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah. Yeah. I love David. Like the thing, the thing that bugs me though is like, right? So you see, you all know my art. You all know like what kind of style I bring. Um, it's usually bust, you know. Um, so I ha that's all I have displayed at my table. And like one time, some dude came up to me and asked me if I do commissions. I was like, yeah. He's like, could you draw? No, no. Actually, this is a friend on 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 Facebook. He asked for Deadpool yeah, riding a unicorn, killing zombies. I'm like, like, yo, you see, you see what I draw, right? Like, I'm not Jim Lee. <laughs> like, it would be different if I had, like, a bunch of different, like, full-body poses and whatnot. But, like, if you want me to draw, my, if you want me to draw, like, my version of, of you or my version of Tyrion or whatever, all right, cool. You know, like, the bus style that I do. Don't ask me for some fucking straight-up, like, like, a uh, fucking movie concept photo and shit. Like, dude. <laughs> like, that. that's one thing that people don't get, like... And, and you know maybe you like my style and that's great and I'm flattered but like yo just like, if, like if I see somebody just drawing busts like all right my boy my boy Yuminga he doesn't draw busts he draws like full body stuff too like I'm sure you guys all know his work um, yeah yeah so like if I go to him for a commission I'm not gonna ask him for like fucking this whole like you know fight scene like if I want Batman I'm gonna ask him can you draw me Batman and I know exactly he's gonna ask me bust or full body and I'm gonna say Buster full body. That's it. Boom. Should be yeah. like that. Well, Some it's people like, are like it's like going it's like going up to uh, Bun and asking him for an uber realistic version of any character. Yeah, yeah like draw, it's draw like, yeah, it's like draw a realistic but, portrait yeah, of me. Bun like, would on, be go. like, I do this style. If you don't like this style, go somewhere else. If you want uber realistic, Crease would be the guy to go talk yeah, to. Yeah, Crease would be the guy to talk to. I'm the wrong yeah. guy to talk to. Like go if you see, want, yeah. like go see Edwin home. Go 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 see Edwin. He'll he'll do something really good for you. Yeah. But don't. Uh, no. And even and even Edwin. Edwin has his style. Yes. Right. Edwin that's has the that. Yeah, that's the thing. So like, you're going to go to him because you want his style. You're not going to ask him to draw you an Alex Alex Ross type fucking piece. That's that's what I was getting at a second ago. That's what we were all getting at actually. But because <laughs> we all know each other, and because we're all friends and family and together and stuff like that. If somebody comes up to even at like the fat guy in table, somebody goes to Brendan, could you draw this? He's like, that's not really my style. Pete might be able to do it. I, and vice versa. Yep. If I know I can't do that style, I'll Brendan, can you do that? I'll get it to him. And if neither mm -hmm. one of us can get it, I'll be like, 
oh, you wanted a cartoony version of that? You should go, yo, go find Danny Roman over there. He'll do it for you. Yeah. Or, oh, you wanted super, super line work, detailed, oh my God. Okay, yeah, see that kid, over, see that skinny kid over there? Crease, bring him a sandwich and have him do it for you. He'll take care of it for you. <laughs> kid needs to eat. But, but you know, we will say. Hey, hey, I, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> that guy, sorry, we want everybody. <laughs> They, they want everyone on the fat boy train exactly but uh, artists that know each other will send people to other artists so that they because at the end of the day i want if well, you come up with yes, you want, but you, i want you to you'd be get surprised at how many artists that will just take the commission because they want the, the cash and they right. won't spread that like thing because no, you they, don't, they don't think about it in the community level like i've seen it where community happens like you send someone someone and they're like well I got someone that I can't do a commission for, so I sent them back to you because you helped me out, I'll help you out. And right. that's really what we've all been about. But I've seen the opposite where it's just like, bro, like, you know that's not your thing and you're going to fucking kill yourself because it's a $70 commission for like something that's way out of your depth or something that you just aren't When you could probably with. do like three or four within your realm. And I mean, if you're trying to push yourself, that's a different story. But if you're just right. trying to make a quick yeah. buck. Oh, absolutely. I if see you're this, trying to push yourself, I that's a completely with, different story. I see this with tattoo artists, you know, because I've been at the, the tattoo shop for a long time. And there's a certain artist that they'll, you know, guys in particular, they'll just take whatever just because and then try to, you know, like it, it just doesn't work like that. You like stick within your realm. Like, I mean, yeah, like, there's a whole community of fucking artists in that giant room. Like, especially when we're talking about New York Comic Con and C2E2 and Baltimore and all that. Like, yeah. there's a giant room. And, like, even when I did a special edition my uh, second year, um, like, people came to my table and they, li they liked my style. I said, hey, if you like my style, go check out, um, my, you know, I sent them to my boy Yuminga. You know what I mean? Like, and he didn't need that. He's way bigger than I am. But I still like you know, if, if you know like if you know, just simple as that. Like if if if, uh, if people like watercolor, or if, you know if people like Rick and Morty too, I send them Pete's way. Easy. Yeah, and then, then they end up on Brendan's side. He's definitely the Rick and Morty expert. Oh, Rick, he's the Rick and but Morty Brendan is the expert. He is yeah. absolutely expert. But um, yeah, that's and that's at the end of the day, I want somebody to get. Yeah, I want to make money, but I want people to get something that they want, and I want somebody to get quality. Like, perfect example is I, last year, I started doing six-by-nine commissions at tables, mm -hmm. uh, either black and white or color really quick for, like, 10, 15 bucks. Nothing expensive, A, because somebody might only have a $10 bill, only want to spend a $10 bill, and it's a little piece of art because people don't have room. They can put it in a comic book bag and then tape it to their wall, and they're done. So I've been doing little stuff like that. And somebody goes, well, what's the level of detail you're getting with something like that? I'm like, I'm kind of just having fun with this. And depending on what it is, like if you want a full detailed portrait of your daughter, yeah, I'm not going to do it like that. I'm going to let's we have to have a conversation, do something else. But yeah. like perfect examples last year in your Comic Con on Sunday, lady came up to me in the be like beginning in the morning. Sunday Comic Con's almost over. She goes, we're leaving at two o'clock. Do you think and she, you think you could do? And she shows me a phone. You think you could draw on a six by nine a full color picture of this? And it was a little Yorkie. It was her dog. And I just smiled. I was like, hell yeah! I'll draw your dog. I'm like, <laughs> she yeah. She goes, what's that? Twenty thirty bucks? I'm like six by nine? Yeah, ten bucks. I'll see you in an hour. And she's like, really? I'm like, shit yeah, absolutely. Don't worry about it. Go have fun at the show. Come back. With, text me that picture, and I'm gonna draw your dog. And I, it's a Yorkie. So I drew this little Yorkie. And I said, you know what? I'm in a mood. 
And then I made the background all psychedelic, Grateful Dead, like if you were like tripping on shrooms kind of thing. And New York was just sitting there in the middle going, really? You know? <laughs> and she came back. She's like, oh, my God, it's perfect. Yay, thank you so much. And she was happy. And the 10 bucks is cool. But having her being so fucking happy, like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And and but you see, originally she came up to you and asked you for some something within like you know, within uh within your means, you know like right yeah. Because um, like like you said, you have to have like the the prices and whatnot. Like if you go to some <laughs> artist table, they have like you know they they tell you the prices they they have. They tell you the uh you know whether it's like full body, uh, head bust um ink or full color. And they tell you like the paper they do it on, you know. So like, that's what that's another thing. As a fan, like, unless you want them to take it home with them and do it on some full blown shit, you gotta understand we we're traveling for the most part, you know. Like, yeah. if if you're if I'm talking to you, I'm from Chicago. I, I'm a, I'm a con goer at Chicago, and I'm talking to you, and I ask, yeah, so where are you from? Oh, I'm from New York. So like, automatically, I'm not gonna assume you have a whole fucking art studio with you. You know, that's another thing too, man. Like. Well, you, know, you we, would you okay. would assume other people would not assume. Well, yeah, because I have common sense. You know, some people. Yeah, a lot of common people sense don't. is not overly common. Just remember, it's a misnomer. Right. It is crazy how 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 rare common sense is. But um, yeah, like it's just people don't get it, and that's. I mean, we we love the the, uh, I guess the um, like the fact that people want us to do things. Like it's pretty cool. It's flattering. But yeah, like you guys gotta understand. A, we're human beings. B, we're limited on shit, and t- we're limited on supplies and time. You know, so and we're also trying to make as much as we can to you know a- a- a within a a-, a a meaningful amount of time, and you know we want to do quality. So I uh, I- sorry, Danny. I'm not so good. There was um, I follow, and he's uh, a very well known artist, Dustin Nguyen. Yes. He does Descender right now. Uh, he's oh, done, he's fucking awesome, yeah. He's disgustingly good. He did the, uh, there was a Batman Superman uh, run in a couple of years back when they was, uh, when uh, Superman was captured by Darkseid. He did all that. I actually had him sign the collector. He's one of my favorite artists. He's actually very, um, he's responsive on, on Instagram too. Like when, when you have questions, he'll respond to stuff. And he'll even ask you questions if you know. Like, cause I've taught, he does, the sender is all on watercolor. It's not on comic book paper. It's not on Bristol. If you yep. look at the sender, it's all done on watercolor. All the pencils, all the colors he does himself, watercolor. This stuff is nasty. Which is fucking dope, the stuff he gets done with watercolor. Yeah. It's amazing. But this I'll, is fucking I, nasty. Yeah, Jesus. I like watercolor too, so I'll ask him, oh, what kind of paper? Because I've been using watercolor and I really haven't found a good paper. And then we'll get into a conversation about watercolor paper. Like, yep. you know? But You know who's another you know who's another sick watercolorist? Um, uh... Francis Manipal, he did a yes, uh, yes. dude. He he does his comics in fucking watercolor. Like he does the pages in watercolor. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's crazy. But he he has actually said um, when you and I actually met him a couple times. And I had paper with me because I just uh-huh. knew from going. But he goes, if you're going to show and you you either bring or have an idea or talk when you talk to an artist. First off, if you're an artist, you probably should bring at least just a um, a pad. You yeah. can get a five dollar pad, a Bristol board, you know, eight and a half yeah. by eleven, nine by twelve, just to have, just mm-hmm. in case, because you 
people won't bring paper. They won't because they don't no, know no, the yeah. average con goer. And this is like what Thomas is saying. The average con goer does not have the, any no. idea that they need to bring paper. The most you might get is a sketchbook. Right. That's about yes. it. And I've gotten tons of those and I love working in sketchbooks, but they, they don't know that they, you know, so that it's, so I definitely bring the six by nines. I definitely have nine by twelves with me, a ton mm -hmm. of that, and some eleven by fourteen and some eleven by seventeen. I've actually done a shit ton of eleven by seventeen at New York Comic Con, and I'm going to tell you, as an artist, and as look, remember, I'm not a published artist. Okay, I'm, I'm not. I'm just normal guy who's living by the seat of his pants, even though they're you know fat guy pants, but still. <laughs> an 11 by 17 commission at New York Comic Con freaks me the fuck out I mean I love doing it and once I'm in it I'm in it but afterwards and it's done it's like holy shit I did it because it's like oh my god you want me like the first one I ever did to that 10,000 2014 guy wanted just a, a Zatanna pinup nothing crazy no color you know black and gray a Zatanna pinup I was like I can do that and uh, yeah I, I, I can draw her again and I did it and I was scared the whole freaking time and then it was done, and the guy loved it. And even you know, people at the table like, "Yeah, it was pretty good. Good job, you know, whatever." I was like, "Cool, good," because it was scary. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's you know, the, the average congoer doesn't know to bring paper. I mean, the good news again, again, like you said, your Comic Con and the bigger shows, you can find a table. There's one right in the back. Um, is it Jerry's? Is right always in the back of Small Press and your Comic Con, and they always have paper and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I end up halfway through New York Comic Con and on Sunday having to buy supplies from them. Yeah, I think they have an artist alley too. I think they have like a, an area where they sell like uh, shit. Yep, they do. But that's, I again, hearing the rumors that it's going to be artist alley was moved this year because of construction at the Javits again. So I don't know. Yeah. But whatever, that's... Yeah, that's a whole other... I'm, gonna, I'm, see, I'm, not, I'm not even going to get into like a whole other story or, or that's good or bad. Because let's, I'm going to be completely honest with you. There's nothing any of us can do about it. No, if they move the, yeah, if they move the floor around, if they do something with the floor, we have no control over that. So why waste your energy worrying about it? Just okay. How much does it even affect us, really? Yeah, though? Cause show me where my shit is. I'm going to go to work. Yeah, sure. dude. Like if if I don't like honestly, I, I'm I'm like begging for a fucking opportunity to whether it be artist alley or a booth eventually. So like I I don't care. Like dude, you could fucking put me in a corner somewhere. I'm good as long as I'm there. Like just. You know the opportunity, like to 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 you know make that you know make that that mark and make that money and shit like that. Because like, dude, I've heard crazy stories. Like, especially like I don't know how much like you guys do deal with prints or whatever, but I know um one of my I, friends. I, I sell a few. <laughs> yeah, you know, one of my friends. He told me uh, one year he had made five thousand on prints alone. You got it. Some people see his. Were they his prints or were they? No, his. His. It wasn't one of those. Uh, oh, it, it, it was his. It was a friend, an artist friend. Friend. That looks. Why are you tempting me with food, Thomas? What the hell is right. that? That is so good. Dude, you, you want? You that. want Pete on the podcast? You want you Pete to like? You have to see the plate, man, because that shit looks so good. Yeah, it did look dope. I'm, that's why I was quiet for a second. He's gonna but, spill uh, it. Yeah, right, the dog. Because <laughs> there are the guys who are just. But okay. I'm going to use myself an example, and then mm -hmm. the print thing can go either way. You could sell none, or you could or you could kill it. Because yeah. we have the little paintings. Like, I remember last year, I forget exactly what Brendan did. With, with I know he was pretty much sold out of his mini canvases, but I don't remember how many he brought. Yeah. I know I brought 25 of the 8x8 canvases, and I went home with none. 
Wow. Yeah. And I have probably, I know I have a bunch of different um, dicks at the photo of the food. It's <laughs> funny though the way you word that because you said I have a bunch of dick, you know, like yeah. so it's like I had to. I'm perfect. sorry, man. You're like, oh, that looks good now. It's like Law was saying, oh, you got to see the picture of the plate. I was like, fuck it, I'll send him a picture of the plate. Jerk. <laughs> he really did too. <laughs> but anyway, so like I have, I have. Uh, you've seen her. I have. All, I bring all my prints with me, which is really not a lot because you. After a while, you learn. Okay. I have five copies of this and I only need five copies of this and I'm probably going to go home with five copies of this. It's probably not going to sell. But like Lawrence was saying before, Attack on Cookie, I'm going to have another 10 printed and I'm not going to go home with any. I know I'm not. It's just, you know, or the Deadpool SpongeBob or this, that, the other thing. And then you try to think how many new ones am I going to make? And let me tell you, let me any artist listening or anybody wondering how that works, let me tell you the formula. Let me tell you how it works. There's no fucking formula. You have there no fucking idea dude. what's gonna work. It's it's, it's crazy fucking... because like you you go and you'll draw like I did this. I did the whole I did like ten was it ten? I, I did a bunch of Disney princesses. I think it was like five or six or something like that. And you know, like you, you think you, you you did it right, and all of a sudden somebody's like, Hey, do you have this one? Right. And you don't. Or like, right. yeah, you could draw you could, you know, say whatever movie came out or is coming out. Um, you draw something oh, having to do with that. Danny, can I make can I make a request? Uh, can you do uh, Princess Kida from uh, Atlantis for as one of your next Disney princesses? Because I think that her, she would lend really well to your style. Okay, I look. I've never seen it, but I look into oh. it. I know who she is. Though. I no, I know who she Wait, is. Really? I know who she is. I just never watched the movie. Yeah, she would definitely wow. lend really well to your style. There's a couple she's I wanted very, to she's do. She's very gorgeous, nicely tattooed. Oh yeah. Like, this. Uh, oh wait, yeah, no, I know, I know who you're talking about. I, I know who you're talking about. Like, I just never seen the movie, but I know the character. If but, uh, you've no, seen that, that's Stargate, you've seen. I, I want to do more Borderlands stuff. Tiny Tina and Gage need to happen. Um, <laughs> I need to do a lot, of but yeah, like it's weird because like you could do like you could you know like a, say uh, what's coming out very soon and the, the new Star Wars movie. You could draw something from the new Star Wars movie, thinking that it's gonna sell. And it may not, may or may not sell. You never know. See, me personally, like, and this is what I was saying about what I like about you guys at your table is that a lot of your stuff that's there is things that you genuinely wanted to draw. Yeah, so, like, because, exactly. like, I, I, as much as, you know, Harley Quinn's cool and everything, dude, I, I love, and because I, from, as a fan, I like this, where, like, if I'm walking by a table and I see, and, and, and I'm going to bring this up because I'm fucking pissed that I've never seen this once at a Comic-Con, SWAT Cats. If yeah, I okay. saw Spike oh, Art, well, shit. Uh, Yun, like, did, yeah, Yun, incorrect. Yun, Yun, well, Yun, Yun because of once. because of request. Yeah, because well, of request. Yeah, he did it because of me. Uh, or at least I'm it was coincidental. I'm trying to remember if I ever uh, like, picked those up. Like at I mean, Baltimore, I, I had a picture. Me and my brother had a picture. I did uh, uh, Brain, and he did Pinky. It was an older guy, maybe in his 50s, 60s, had a sh- Pinky and a Brain shirt. So like, you know, I was like. I, I said hello, you know, you got a nice shirt, whatever. He saw we had Pinky in the brain, and he's like, holy shit, that's cool. So, like, to see when you go by people's tables and you see things that are very random or old school, you know, you, you kind of, like, it, it's cool to see that. So the thing with that, though, is going to be hit or miss also, but it, it's more satisfying, you know, as an artist, as a creator, when you, you draw something. Like, I, I, I digress a little bit, like, with my hip-hop shit, like, 
um, you know, because I, I don't know if you know this, Pete, I rap. Um, oh, okay, I didn't know that. But uh, yeah, so like I did, a, I made my own mixtape a couple years back. So like I would show stuff to different people. I'd show stuff to like older people and younger people. Now I show it to like, you know, teenage kids or, you know, people a little bit younger than me or whatever. And they'd be like, yeah, fucks with your shit. That's cool. You know, some people actually are into it. But when I would show it to like dudes that I work with, like older hip hop heads in their 50s, 40s. Dude, like one dude, he, he like this dude, he just grabbed me and shake me every time you hear like some crazy shit I said. So it's like that kind of satisfaction going back to the artist thing. Like you like to sort of give people like a because you're going to see a million Harley Quinns. And that's cool because there's a lot of great there's a lot of great renditions. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I'll shout out again, my boy, Yuminga. He has some of the best Joker Harley Quinn. Singers. It should be up there somewhere. Did you fall down? Are you okay? Yeah, he did. There's an earthquake. Yeah, it's like there's a lot of great Harley Quinn and and um. You no, know. I'm, show, I'm showing you guys the, the the wall of. I don't get Harley Quinn or like Catwoman. I don't. I don't really get like this kind of stuff often. But Hutch is that Suicide Squad. Then uh, in color, then you got Zach on the bottom. Yun, more Hutch. Yeah, dude, I want to see. I want to see old school. Too. Like, I I love when I see transformer art. Oh, like, get ready! I got some stuff. Oh shit, dude, you about to take the money I don't have? I have some. I I actually I I I got, I got a fucking email to God. I actually I haven't done it in a while, and I'm I I, I haven't bought new sketch covers in a while because I just haven't done one in a while. But um, dude had a Robotech sketch cover. Jesus fuck. Right, and I'm like, yeah. Uh, I got to do some Robotech Transformer shit on that. Not because I think it'll sell. Again, like you just said, not because I think it'll sell or not because I think this, that, the other thing. Because, because you want I want to draw that. Yeah, yes. exactly. Dude, like uh, one of my favorite um, variant covers. Yes! Yes! Nice. That's the, that's the check? Yeah. Okay, I yeah. I Barcon last year. Yeah, dude. Um, like one of my favorite uh, 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 variant covers ever and I'm not even a My Little Pony fan. Is there's a My Little Pony um, with uh, who's it? Who's it? Rainbow Dash. Bren, Brendan did it with uh, My Little Pony with Metalocalypse. Oh, no, no, it was uh, Rainbow Dash and um, the one with, the one with Optimus Prime. Okay, yeah, yeah, Pinkie yeah. Pie, dude, that cover is so fucking dope. Like, I mean, I'm not a I'm not a My Little Pony dude, but I do like I like the art. I think it's awesome. Like, and Agnes, she's a My Little Pony artist. Agnes, uh. I forget is her last name is G G something, dude. If you guys ever get a chance to meet her, like when you're at Comic Con, if she's there, dude, go go stop by her table. Like whether you buy something or not, just just get uh, just do yourself a favor and meet her. Like she is the, the only most... My Little Pony artist I know is uh, Diane Leto Leto. I think her name is. It's Agnes Gar Garboska. I gotta check um, that. Yeah, dude, I'll tag you guys and herself, dude. Like she did a she did a sketch cover for my brother because she does a she do like ten minute sketches. Like she'll she'll talk to you and everything. Like she is the sweetest person ever. That's cool. Yeah. So like, but anyways, yeah. So like, Transformers stuff like that. Like I love the Rick and Morty stuff. Like if you bring me back to like old school, um, that's dope. Yeah, that's cool. I actually got to draw some My Little Pony shit. Like I've been slacking, but um, like yes, yeah, so, like um. I just love going by people's tables and seeing old school or random shit. Like, uh, I'm trying to think of something that would, like, totally... Anything Courage the Cowardly Dog? That shit has okay, a lot. Buddy of mine, uh, at Eternal Con, his daughter one likes uh, Steven Universe. 
Okay. I never heard of it. So I looked I it up. I said, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. I told him I can't do it today because I really don't know what it is. But I'll look it up and send me some more details. So he had his daughter send me some details. He'll be picking this up. So it's framed now, so I don't know if you're going to be able to see. Watercolor. Oh, that's fucking sick. Yeah. So I'm telling you, the, the, the My Little Pony, because that looked watercolor too. Like, I can't get enough watercolor right now. I can't. I just can't. Oh. That's commission. I think I'm going to have to make a print. Oh. And this is, this is definitely going to be a print. Ice tea. Oh, Jesus. But but I was talking to you guys before. Uh-huh. Like we saying watercolor and this that the other thing. You gotta draw you gotta just draw what you love. Yeah, that's just the thing. Follow your people, heart. Like, okay. People see that. People like that. Like, you know, you can tell when people are just cashing in and it works. I, I mean, see the thing with art second plate, right? Yeah, you huh? fat fuck. <laughs> I think art is one of the only things I could tolerate trending. Like one, yeah. one of um one of you remember um the Luigi uh, Death Stare from from Mario Kart? Yeah. Like I love seeing artist renditions of that. Like that's one thing like I like to see people doing because it's different. You see, it's not like just somebody posting the same shit. Like a you know like a meme or whatever. Like people actually taking their creative creative using their creative minds to to redo something that's cool but um but yeah like just seeing random shit and you see like dude this dude you know and it, it's also great for conversation man like if you walk by somebody's table and you both are into uh uh i'll bring up courage again because you know like i have the courage tattoo and i love courage like something like that it's a conversation starter that's how i started my relationship with yuminga because i had a tattoo of his that i didn't even know was his i didn't even know who he was i just liked the joker piece and I walk by his table. I'm like, holy shit, that's my tattoo. And I, we spoke. And I love the uh, go to sleep shirt, by the way. Thank you. For me, it's it's Doctor Who. I see, like, I only have like two or three Doctor Who pieces. But mm-hmm. if I see somebody Doctor Who, and it's we we instantly jump into a conversation. I'm not even trying to sell them shit. We just have a Doctor Who conversation. But like you were saying, different takes on things. Like a buddy of mine, I actually got a. You guys see, you guys see the madness that are my walls. Tommy has seen it in person, and uh, this isn't even like all like of my pieces. I'm still missing like twelve pieces of it to put on the wall. Dude, yeah, that's that's, like, that's nothing, man. Up, yeah, <laughs> I know. See, I put, I've had to put stuff away. My buddy's like, I need you to do like something. Hey, there's that face. Woo! Woo! <laughs> do something. Um, he goes. Can you do Planet of the Apes, but something different. I was like, Yeah, we could do something different. What's your son's favorite movie? He's like, This one, the one of the newer ones. So I was like, Okay, cool. And I posted this before. Oh shit! That's oh, nasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Caesar. Did, yeah, monkeys are easy because it's really just building up grays. That's all it is. It's just layering grays up from zero to black, and they're easy. But mm-hmm. um. You're absolutely right about the conversation piece, Dan. That's why I always like you guys ever notice I always have one big piece up top to try to grab somebody and bring them yeah. over. Oh, yeah, you have that's, to. That's kind of, but that's you know usually it's a Batman like because a Batman piece is easy to do or something or something big like nice big ass canvas like this. Just do something nice and big and be like, hey, come over Ooh, and say hi. That looks dope. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's how you. I usually set up. Like I have my book and I keep it open to a certain thing that I hold up that catch. Chris. My book is, uh, yeah, our books are always open to whatever, um, basically our favorite pieces, usually somewhere in the beginning. I'm always, I'm always retooling my book, moving stuff around, you know? Well, you have to. 
probably meaningless, but at the same time, whatever. But yeah, draw what you love. Like it's, it's like it's like right here. Draw what I love. That's a comic. It's got a Lucha Libre style. It's got it's got all sorts of weird stuff. It's my style. I'm not trying to copy someone else's style. It's Brendan's style. We're not trying to copy other people's style. We're trying yeah. to put other artists into our book. Romans, I'm looking at you for issue four. <laughs> hey. And stuff like that and to get involved and to get some of their art. Like a, I'll give you a peek into how we did it for issue two. Yeah. Like, this is our book, Tommy. That's, that's his bio page. That he oh, that's dope. Right. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> I can do that, Danny. I can do, I can send that to you. Issue three will have two guys you know. It's going to have some stuff by Jamie DeSantis. Mm-hmm. And it's also going to have some stuff by arguably one of the nicest guys in the NBN scope of realms, Mr. Justin. Oh, Justin, yeah. Justin. That's him. He's a he's shout, a beast. Shout out to the literal bro. Like we need to have him and him and Eric go. We need to have an Eric and Justin death match as to see who the nicest guy is. So a nice off, yeah, Justin and, yeah. and Justin <laughs> nice and Hutch off. nice I think, off. I think I honestly think Justin wins. Right? In the order, I, as, I have kids. That's what it is. <laughs> Once you get kids, you know you, you're gonna curse. Once you have to wipe somebody's ass. You know? Why? <laughs> I'm, I'm ignoring it. Danny has to look three times on his head. I'm going to put a post-it over that shit. That's what, hap- that's what happens when I'm at work and I want to kill myself. That keeps me from killing myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit like that. When Danny can't fap, he fucking does really... I don't want to know why you know interesting, that. Interesting, like, you know, listen... I don't know why he knows. If he's not fapping, he's podcasting or he's at an event. Well, there's a reason why he's called Fat Master Flex, so. (laughs) Shit, like, look at this. Pay close attention to that. No. Why is there milk in. That's how fucked up my life is. Why is there salt, milk, what? Because my dumbass put that shit in the fucking um, cabinet one time. Yeah, dude. Like, my life is fucked up, man. I put milk in the freezer once by accident, but. That's see, that's not as bad. Dude, I have one of my fears in life is fucking rotten milk. Oh yeah, me too. You ever poured that shit in your cereal before? Nah, nah. First thing ever. I want to kill chunks falling out and shit. Yeah, it's fun. Dude, I am totally that guy in the supermarket taking them out, looking for the one with the with the farthest date. And if like, say the date is the fourteenth, on the twelfth I'm throwing that shit out. I don't care if it's full. I'm yeah, yeah. Everybody, like, at work, like I said, I work in a restaurant. Everybody asks me, Pete, is this milk good? Throw it out. If you have to ask, throw it out. Yeah. If you don't know, throw it the fuck out. Yeah, that's why it should be properly labeled, motherfuckers. Oh, we don't want to poison anybody? I can't give a shit about poisoning anybody. That shit's disgusting. Throw it out. <laughs> right? Facts. <laughs> shit. Fucking facts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is Brendan jumping on tonight? Or, or is he He's super busy. He actually, I think, just got done... At the t- with the t-shirt guy for version two of our Fat Guy Inc. t-shirts. Nice. And we did the pre-order. That's what I wanted, because I ranted about it a little bit on the NBN page. Mm-hmm. Pre-order. The word pre-order. 
let's talk about that so that the oh, three yeah, yeah, people... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, let's, let's do this because I also have a beef with that too. So the three people that are listening, that will be listening, yeah. and if you can tell your friends, <laughs> pre-order means, oh, that shit looks dope. How much is it? $20. Here's my $20. When do I get my shirt? Two weeks? Dope. Thanks. Pre-order. You order it before it's done. We're going, if we get 15 orders, we're going to make 15 shirts and then send them. It's a pre-order. Yes, because you can't just like, you can't just make 20 shirts like that. Like it doesn't work that way. We did once, two years ago maybe, and we, we had them forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's the thing. I, I still I'm, rock my fat guy ink shirt. I, I rock it hard, well, and I, I and I know I your love pain. My fat guy and, I, and I know your pain as well. Uh, yeah, Pete. I know you do. I don't know. My, my fat guy ink shirt is the is the best like conversation starter because people look at me and they're just like, "You're not fat," and I'm just like, "I know." But you are some of my favorite guys. Like, hey, mine's, mine's, so. du- mine's a double XL. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Um, we will, if there's more interest, we'll do another pre-order for the new shirt. Cause I think once people see the new shirt in action, they're going to want it. But it, it's, it, I cannot begin to tell you how many, both of us got, I don't know. I don't know exactly how many Brendan got, but I got so many. Oh, cool. Reserve one for me. No, where that's not, you got to give me the money now. Oh, well, can you spot me? No. No. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Give me if, a visa number. If I hadn't been moving two weeks ago, I probably would have gotten a pre-order. But as it stands, I'll wait for yeah. either another one to come out or I'll just wait for next year's edition. New York, I'm I'll, I'll, wait for, I'll, I'll probably just do the New York Comic Con, like, hit up your table. Yo, did, I I tell, did I tell you guys um, what was asked of me for stickers? No, please. Okay, so so I, before I get into that, I, oh, I, I'm, sure, I'm sure you guys know. The stickers aren't expensive, bro. Hmm? No, your stickers are not expensive. No, they're relatively cheap. I mean, yeah. like, um, like I, I would like to get to the point that I, could, you know, do dollar stickers, but you know, right now I'm getting them through another company, so it doesn't work like that. But anywho, so right, so the thing with these stickers is you have to order every every sticker is a twenty dollar minimum. So it doesn't okay. matter how small or big they are, it, whatever the amount, it's twenty dollar minimum per sticker. That's the, how the company works, and that's fine. At some, at some point, send me a, a today. Send me a excuse me. Send because I need to get some stickers for Comic Con. So if uh-huh. you could send me the link for them, okay. Okay. Right, cool. I'll do that right now. Um, okay. Yeah, no problem. Um, so yeah, so like it's it's a twenty dollar minimum. I'm sh- there may be other companies out there, but like I've seen sticker app companies. I'm mean, sticker app stickers in in person. Um, and they're very awesome, the high quality. So, anyways, so the thing is, it's like twenty. You know, you have to order twenty dollars worth of stickers. So, anyway, so so one of my friends asked me, and I'm sure they asked this because they assumed that I did my own stickers. But uh, I've had two people ask me if I could make stickers of them. One asked me if I could make a sticker of her and her boyfriend. Which, like, uh... it's it's funny. It, it's funny because, like, you know, they don't know the situation. They, I guess, they assumed I made it on my own. But like. Like, imagine if I just, like, ordered, like, $20 worth of stickers of you and your boyfriend, and I have to look at that shit. Well, first off, first off. No, no, no. What what you should do is you should say say yes, order the $20 worth of stickers, say, yeah, it's going to be $20. Why? Because it's a custom one. Here. And then send them all of them and be like, this is what you paid for. That would be a nice rib. Or it would be even more fucked up, and I feel like this is how my life would work, and... I feel like this is how my life works. That would be my highest selling sticker. 
You could Photoshop them or do like your own artwork over the top of like their faces or something. Have them do something really ridiculous. You know, they only want one and you have like 30 left. Just draw over the top and be like, yep, this is what it is now. Fuck Imagine. all of you guys. <laughs> now, that like, actually, it's it's funny. You, you said with the in the Photoshop and the naked and stuff. Because that was another conversation we had that, that I'd like to get instant or that. Those are going to be stickers soon. Oh, I, will, I, will, I will put that sticker in. Dude, I'm going to put these shits. I'm going to make like 100 of them and I'm going to put them all around the city. <laughs> are soccer stickers? Yes. What you we put them everywhere. Look. You can look that up. We sticker wars. We have sticker wars all yeah. the time. Like, then the fucking cops are going to come knocking on your door when they find no, out who it is. I don't know. It's us. <laughs> it's all good. Hope not. It's, all, no, it's, it's, it's a common soccer thing. It's okay. But anyway, I digress. Yeah. Um, what you should do, Danny, is put them, on, put them on any like handicap signs or, yeah, or uh, you know, like crosswalk <laughs> things and just put his face Holy on Holy shit. That would be so funny. And imagine he just like, like him or somebody he knows going to the bathroom or some handicap area. And they just see. <laughs> no, no. What you should do is get them waterproof. Or like yes, put and them put them in the toilet. Wait, but that yes, would be disgusting. Dude, laminate a couple and put them in the urinal. I'd have to buy a lot of gloves oh, though. But that would be God. great though. Just like, <laughs> that would be fucking amazing. Dude, I, just I, see, I, I might, I think I might, we might have a suicide mission for for Comic Con. Yeah, I, I might have get some. a picture of somebody and and laminate it. And, if, put it in the journals of Comic Con. If this I year. can, if I can get money to get those stickers, I will do that. Okay, I'm, but and, I'm gonna. It's gonna be somebody we know. Yeah, that has to be somebody we know. Of course, and, and we, they're not gonna know. So it could be one of you guys. You won't know. <laughs> you won't know. Just, and I have some. Uh, if you I do me, some, just make just give me one one one. The only the only uh, caveat I have is just like put a black bar across my eyes so they can't tell it's me. Yeah, just put a black <laughs> yeah, bar across my eyes. I um, it was funny you mentioned it too with pictures and stuff. Because Danny oh, and I yeah. about this. we've been joking about this. How I think the time. Oh, Danny, leave your video on. Time is coming where we're all gonna like Fat Guy Inc is gonna have to start doing. Because I had a Patreon, I had you know those those, and it did nothing because everybody wants all these beautiful naked boudoir shots. I so, got it. Yeah, that's I'm, you know I what, want your Pete, face, Danny. Pete, what you should do is you should go back and you should get boudoir shots of yourself. I'm gonna have to. You should just I'm, do it. Ooh. Just be like, yeah, I'll get boudoir shots of of a professional model. It's gonna be a surprise, and then every month it's gonna every month you're gonna troll them. See, here's the thing. I don't think it would be a troll. I think there's a market for me as a fat guy boudoir model. Can dude. We should do like a calendar shoot. Just have like this like Harry, like right Harry now. Fat Guy, like Harry Fat Guy Harry Fat calendar. I'm in the Harry Fat Guy Patreon. That's I, I'm gonna crop. Uh, me, me and Danny are gonna be the photographers. That's fine. I'm gonna, down. I mean, <laughs> and we, we market the hell out of this shit. I'll put a mask on, and no one will know, and, except for the three people that listen. Oh, you have bag. to be like you have Dude, to be I'm like really a paper naked. Bag over my head. I look. I. With enough tequila, who knows what could happen? I mean, <laughs> I mean shit. Because I, I see it. I mean, look, I'm not going to hate on anybody. If that's how, you know, if you're getting, if you're paying your bills like that, good for you. Right. Congratulations. But shit, I just wanted people to buy some funny pictures that I drew. It's like, and then you get the weirdos. Oh, could you draw Superman banging Wonder Woman? 
I don't, I don't, I don't do that, bro. How many requests for that have you guys? Uh, at least a dozen, like superhero or comic book porn, and then, or somebody will go, well, can you draw? Um, like, cause I've definitely, I and I've, I've been in kind. I know Thomas, you and I talked about this uh, a couple times. I draw a lot of Suicide Girls because I don't know them like the way we all know each other, but I know them on social media, and I'll tag, hey, I drew you. Oh, cool, very cool, thank you. You know, could you send it to me? And I'll, and they, you know, they do that sort of thing, which is cool, and it's great because I think, you know, I first off, I draw them because I like them. Number two, any artist will tell you drawing from life is the best way to draw it. Plus, pretty hot. Yeah, <laughs> I like girls with ink. Suck. Really no. Yeah, it doesn't. I like girls with ink. But then some some random creepy guy will see that and be like, well, can you draw her naked with somebody behind her? I'm like, no, dude, I don't draw porn. Like, I, that's not my... I, I, there are people who will, and I'm sure you can find some hentai guy and she'll have tentacles and shit, but... <laughs> That's not what I do. Well, why not? I'm like, well, look, maybe Fat Guy Inc. isn't the family-friendliest brand, but we're not a porn brand. (laughs) Like, we're not, I'm not, I'm not having Pikachu having sex with something. I'm just, no. Or something, no, no, stop, no. That's, there's a line, and I'm not crossing that with Pikachu. You know, Yo, there's this meme going around. It's a storm meme, and on the top it shows a news reporter saying, uh, uh, this uh, the storm blew a, a bunch of um, transformers, and then the mm-hmm. bottom picture is just like a transformer smirking. <laughs> yeah, that shit's fucking great. But anyway, talk- yeah, that was just that was relevant actually. So I'm enjoying this break doing the podcast today, guys. Because I, I can I turn my computer open and turn. Let's see if I can get this. So you guys can understand. <laughs> this shit's gonna break. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what is Tom doing? Paranormal activity? <laughs> are you uh, on your laptop, Tommy? Or are you on your? Uh... Oh, I can't hear us. Are you on your laptop or are you on your phone? Who me? Yeah, I'm on my laptop. Why? What's up? It's oh okay. You, I, we saw you walking around. I, I assumed you were on your. Yeah, I, I'm on the desktop. It's tough. It looks like he's about to go like ham right now. It's tough. Oh, there it all is. Cool. That's kind of the studio tour thing. That's the desk. And then over there on the opposite side are the, are all the paintings and all the fucking canvases and all, like, 50 canvases. You planning on going live soon again? Uh, I haven't been on live stream in a while. No, I actually have been. I are did those sperm figures? Yeah. Um, I, I've been I fucking using, five. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. I've been using Periscope a lot. I don't get much traction on Facebook anymore. I get a little bit on the Fat Guy Inc. Instagram. Do pretty well on the Fat Guy Inc. Instagram. But the one where I do a lot of and I've gotten business out of is Periscope. I actually have a Twitch to draw live on. But the excuse me, the problem with Twitch and drawing live is you got to have your camera set up and I use a phone. So that's just not going to work. But Periscope, I can just leave it in the, you know, the octopus stand, leave it there in front of me, draw every once in a while, check out the comments. And, you know, it's all great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Fuck it. It works. Nice. But uh, going live is that, I mean, anybody who draws or any, any kind of anything that you do, I 2,000% recommend uh, going live as often as you can. But it just will, A, it'll, people like to watch it. B, it's, it's good to, to actually talk to people because you'll get business out of it. You really will. At the very least, you'll get interest out of it. And any content that you could put out on your social media, 
do it. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. Work progress, you sleeping, whatever. Thomas eating all that big plate of food. It doesn't yeah, matter. That's why I'm, I'm, always always posting. I'm always posting all the shit I post. Because like, yeah, yeah, some people will be like, I love when people try to tell you how to run your own shit, man. Like, dude. I'm, I like, you know, you guys know I'm a very fucking eccentric person. Like, I, I do a lot of weird shit. And, you know, I, I never ever want to get away from that and have to filter myself because I know I'm not going to go run around fucking swinging my dick on, uh, you know, Instagram and all that shit. But, like, you know, I do some not weird yet stuff. You I will. Do, well, yeah, maybe if I'm drunk enough, but that's what Snapchat's for. <laughs> that shit disappears. That is what Snapchat's for. Yes, it actually exactly is true. But, um, but yeah, so, like, I mean, yeah, just do any kind of content. So, like, you know, I'm always posting different kind of things, and it's that's how you get your shit out there. Dude, I fucking hate social networks. Like, I hate oh, I people on it. Hate but them it's with an undying passion, it, but they're so such necessary. a necessity for what we need. I mean, for what we're doing. Lawrence yeah. learned this past Indian con that I am the, um, I am the analytic... I, 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 I've studied I've studied social media analytics. I actually took a, a seminar. It was a free uh-huh. seminar, and I took it. And I listened to a bunch of stuff about not when to post and what to post, because I hate shit like that. Don't tell yeah, me when exactly. to post. Don't tell me what to post. But there is a guy I do listen to, and there's, there are he did have some interesting ideas. And they were pretty general, but they were smart. And the, the basic of a bunch of stuff is, the big one for him is post your content. Well, and then somebody asked, well, my, it was a music, it was a performer. Well, my song, the song isn't exactly the way I like it. He goes, fuck you, post it. Post yourself writing it. Always yeah. post it. Well, what time should I write it? Doesn't fucking matter. Post it. Just post if it. If you post it, It'll post. eventually get out there. That's the thing. You're not going to get out there until you post it, until somebody runs across your shit and post it. And he goes, yeah. you also can't just post something and leave it alone. You got to post it. Then you got to engage with these people. Like, you got to see... Who else is doing music? Okay, you wrote a country song. Who wrote a country? Who else writes a country song? Engage with those people, and get to working with those people along the same lines. And this is what we all gravitate towards each other. He also is like, you got to eliminate the negative people, not just from your social media, but from your life too. Somebody's like, sit oh, and yeah, tell yeah. You, why are you drawing still? Like, why are you drawing those funny books? Fuck, fuck yourself. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah fuck you. I don't talk anymore. When you are you know? gonna shave your beard? Fuck you. Yeah, when I get tired of it. And I'm not tired yeah. of it. I'm tired well, of yeah, you. Kind of you inside me trying to get out. Yeah, that kind of shit I tune out. Like, I mean, like I say, you know, I hate social network because we see we a lot of those people are always posting stuff. It doesn't have to necessarily be towards me, just in general. But the thing is, we I know and we all know those people are unfortunately necessary for the most part. Like, yeah. not that we have to f- physically engage with them, but the fact that our shit is out there because those numbers matter. Like, dude, on Facebook... I have over 2,000 friends, quote-unquote, maybe three. I, I found this out a couple months ago, and it's very fucking, like, it, it actually was kind of, like, depressing to an extent. Only 150-ish people are following me right. on Facebook. Yeah. In, now, that is, that's kind of bad because, like, dude, the, that's, like, what, like, what, maybe less than 10% that's of... 5%. Yeah, and that's bad. Like, you know, because they're not seeing my shit. And and that's the thing, you know, like, it, it's crazy how that shit works. So, like, um... The, the, the algorithm will blow your mind. It's, it, it, especially because now that Facebook and Instagram are both owned by Facebook. It, it, because they recently changed the algorithm around Comic-Con last year. If you look at it... Yep. Huh? 
they changed just around then. Yeah, they they can. It's not in order of when shit's posted anymore. It's it's, it's you get to see shit by what you like and by what you engage with. So yeah. somebody, your aunt Sally, who you haven't spoken to in six months, is never going to see your shit, and you're never going to see hers unless yeah. she engages with, with with you guys. Yeah, you I, know? Got, so, I got mm-hmm. almost nine hundred people that are are my friends. Most of them I actually know, and I'm followed by thirteen people. Yeah, that's. That's horrible. <laughs> That's also why I, I'm glad that we have the the fact I ink page. Mm-hmm. You know, because that you know that one's. I think we're at 600 with that. I have. I actually eliminate a lot of dead space on Facebook. I have. This is really sad. I have 430 friends on Facebook on my my Facebook page. Mm-hmm. How many follow me? Where do I see that? You see it on your go to your your page yeah, like your profile. I got it. And I'm followed by 175, so that's actually almost half. That's not I'm followed, bad. I'm actually followed by almost half the people that um, interact with me. But and if I go to the Fat Guy Inc. page, they have Fat Guy Inc. now has 667 likes. And again, I'm not bragging or anything like that, but we're good. very careful to like. Okay, today, perfect example. Thomas messaged me a bunch of times. We were messaging back and forth about, hey, podcast, this, that, the other thing. And I was making sure to get back with him as, fine, as fast as I can because we want to have our response rate up because yeah. and Facebook sees, oh, they have a high response rate. We need to put them in a higher rotation so more people see us when we post something. As mm-hmm. much as it sucks to have to know that, yeah, you have it, to know that. It's, well, it's hey, the little it's things that help. Because you don't even have to be, like, the most creative or talented person. Like, if you know, like you said, the algorithm and you know how the shit works, then you can sort of pimp the system. And if you know those little things, then, like, you know, it, it helps out a lot. So, it, granted, if you are talented, if you're actually doing something relevant, then you know those things. Because there's a lot of people that have a lot of fucking talent and don't know that. Exactly. And it's a shame. That's why I try. Again, that's, we were talking about it all during NBA and <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, you got to do this, you got to do that. And really? I'm like, oh yeah, you have to, you have to, you have to watch what you hashtag, and you have to hashtag a lot, and you got to, you know, make yeah. sure that you follow those hashtags and like those people's shit, so they interact with you, and so that you come up on their feed. You know, yeah. like, and you're a winner once you get like Instagram. Once you get something on your on uh, the top hash, like the thing with the the top hashtags, tons of people see that, and you want. Um, I mean, if it's your personal page and it's your selfie or whatever, I don't give a shit. But if it's your art or your music or whatever, you want people to see that. That's why it pays. Honestly, I hate doing this, but sometimes it pays to, like, just stay on your phone for, like, maybe a half an hour or so. Go on Instagram and just like everything. 100%. Like everything you see. Like, just scroll through your whole thing. And, yeah, because that thing goes, you know, because they, as a matter of fact, I think Instagram, if you, if, like, there's not engagement between the two two people, right. they automatically which is cool because you get rid of people that you know like those those ghost followers and whatnot but it but um yeah like it uh it, yeah it helps so sometimes like i hate doing it because of the stupid shit you see but yeah. sometimes like you know it's it's worth just going through and fucking sucking it up because you know what's for the greater cause there's a girl at work who got really mad because she downloaded an app that tells you when somebody unfollows you because she wanted to you know stalk her boyfriend i guess uh-huh. And she got all mad that I unfollowed her from my personal page and I had the Fat Guy Inc. page unfollow her. And she goes, why did you do that? I'm like, you, I scrolled through. You didn't like, 
you haven't liked any of my posts or the Fat Guy Inc. posts. She goes, so? You're fucking up my numbers. I delete everybody who doesn't. Because <laughs> you're fucking up my numbers. What numbers? Did she, algorithm, does she do anything? I, the, like, see, the thing that gets me mad is when, when people that are like that are not doing anything. Like me and my brother rag on, there's like people who, are, who just take photos, whatever. They're not even like models or they don't do anything, but they have themselves on Instagram as a public figure. Right. Like just so they like, dude, like that shit's so annoying. Like it's, it's crazy how like how people treat this stuff, you know, like selfies and all that shit. Like that's more important than yeah, like you know, you're living whatever. the dream right now. I'm a little jealous of you though. Cause you got on Finn's Instagram. I'm, my my and it's not a dream because I I like it or I want it, but it's a dream because it would be something that would be that would help my business out so much because Dude, it's they that's, have how, that's how I look at it. If I, I, I could get one of the Kardashians. If I could get Kylie Jenner to wear my Fat Guy Inc. T-shirt <laughs> and say go check out Fat Guy Inc. Three million people. Could you fucking imagine? Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's like it's it, when I going back to that when I seen that it's like. It's not really like holy shit, I'm the shit because I'm on his thing. It's like, dude, I I was recognized by somebody who I thoroughly, you know, enjoy as a performer or whatever. You know, like I respect the shit out of him. Twenty seven thousand likes. That's dude. That's amazing, man. Just so you know. Yeah, I, I, Jesus. I'm actually I've been keeping track of that. I, oh, you know what I did? Um, I sent him a. I I, I don't know if I told you guys. I sent him a. Uh, I had a mini print at my job, I, so I sent him a mini print and two stickers. I sent smart. it to the WWE um, headquarters. I left a note inside there saying, and my card. I said, um, if you, uh, you know, I said, uh, keep kicking ass, um, mate. I was like, uh, if if you would like more stickers, um, I'll send them your way. Just shoot me an email. I did the same exact thing with CM Punk at Eternal Con. Um, I wish I had CM nice. Punk card. I well, I knew I knew somebody who was gonna. Who's, didn't know know him, but um, was going to be working around in that area. I was like, hey. And I, ha- I had made a print to CM Punk. Brendan did too. So I took the two copies of the print, uh, business card, the flyer, all that stuff, and a note. Hey, hope you like this. Thanks a lot. I enjoyed it. I signed an autograph for him. And the same thing. If you need, if you want anything or any minis or anything of this, shoot me an email and whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, hey, could you just hand this to him? Doesn't have to say anything. Yeah, you don't have yeah. to do anything. I'm not going to go bother him. Just here. My friend told me the other day, it's the answer is always going to be no to you ask or try. Yeah. You know, like that's the thing. So it's out there. And and this goes back to what you were saying about always posting stuff. Like I have artist friends or people who are aspiring artists or whatever. um, You know, they don't want to post their stuff or they don't want to do cons because they're not, you know, they don't feel they're fully fully ready. And I always bring to them, bring up to them that when I did my first con, it was special edition. That's a pretty big deal, first of all. It's not. It, it wasn't the. You know, it was just started, but it was still a big deal. It was like a big con, dude. I was. Yeah, I, yeah. I was not a small show. No, 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 no. The first one, the first one was at Javits Center. Oh, the artist that was where Artist Alley is, right? Yes, yes. Oh, and, that's um, not the dude, show either. I I had no prints, no banner. My art was nowhere near the way it is now. And I sat next to Alessandro Vitti <laughs> and Ed Guinness. Jesus Christ, dude! <laughs> you, I almost had an anxiety attack, but I'm friends with Alessandro Vitti, like legit friends. Um, Bro. there's a whole story. I, I think I told you guys about that. Mm-hmm. I got Edwin mm-hmm. Hong's number. I got Chris Uminga's number. Like I'm friends with these people now Pretty because cool. of that. Like, dude, Edwin Hong, I have his number in my phone. 
Yeah, dude, it's, it's it's one of those deals where like if you're not, you don't think you're ready, and for those obviously make yourself they, ready. It, well, and the, but that's the thing. The best way to learn is to learn at a hundred miles an hour. Yes. New York Comic Con yeah. 2014, main floor, Fat Guy Inc. debuted. What the fuck were we thinking? I think that that's how it, that's, <laughs> that's the same thing that happened with Hutch. Hutch and Chris uh, Cope, Hutch and Doc Cope, they did uh, New York Comic Con 2011, 2012, something yeah. like that. Like it was literally their, they put together their first sample book that they had with uh, Neo Revolver and Crimson Huntress. And it was just literally them and the table and. Notepad, you know, sketch pads and their book, and and mind you, it's a lot harder as a comic book creator or writer, and you know yeah. this, Tom, as opposed to like a fan art dude, an artist. Artists are easy because, especially if they do fan art, because it's automatically familiar, you know. But you guys got to sell some shit, and that's well, that's that's, that's also, hard. That's that's sort of the one thing that I'm liking seeing the trend that's going on now, where it's becoming a lot more common to see more people are pushing books. As opposed to doing the fan art now, because the fan art has become so saturated, oversaturated yep. in the convention world. Mm -hmm. Which Hutch called this like two years ago. He's like, "Watch, you're going to see more and more and more, and eventually it's going to get to the point where everybody's doing everything and nobody's buying anything because there's 30 different things of every different character, and nobody mm -hmm. wants to buy anything. So it's going to swing back the other way." I fan art pays some of my bills, so. Whatever it is, what it is. That's why we stick a lot to the paintings. We're, we do the paintings really bread and butter. Mm -hmm. But that's, again, right. why I have those books. I want to be known for those books. But uh, it's it, Danny, you brought back a, a hysterical memory. If you're saying that you're, you're – last year, Eternal Con, not the one at the Coliseum, the last one at the Cradle of Aviation. Mm -hmm. Everybody remembers, okay. yeah? Uh, we're up yeah. in Artist Alley, second floor. And – you know, Jim Shooter's there. You know, Denny O'Neill is there. I'm like, shit. I'm the whole show, I'm like, Brendan, what the fuck are we doing up here? He's like, nah, it's all right. We belong. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. We belong. So I go to the bathroom. I come back. And um, Mark Morales is there. And been inking for Marvel. I told yeah. you. Been yeah. Yeah. For a long fucking time. He's like, and I actually watch his videos. I'm a fan. And I stopped. I shook his hand. Oh, no, I really love your work. Thank you. I watch your YouTube videos. It, it helps me with my work. He goes, oh, what, what are you doing here? I was like, oh, I have a table over there. Fact, I ain't that's you. Oh, that sign is hysterical. I got to come check you guys out. I'm like, oh, cool. Thanks. I appreciate that. I got to get back to the table. Thanks. Nice meeting you. He's not coming to my table. You know, two hours later, Morales is at my table. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Fact, I ain't Pete. How you doing? Picks up my book, my portfolio. Yeah, man. Okay, that's... now I'm legit, like, dry heaving. I'm, like, sweating. I'm like... <laughs> Brendan's like, who the fuck is this guy? I like, uh, and he's like, and then, and then it, 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 I remember telling the story. To, I had Justin was there, and I had to tell the story to Justin because he, you know, Inker, Inker, he kind of understood it more than. It, oh, I like the way you, you're hatching and the line weight over here when you did this. That's really cool. I like that. He likes what I did. Oh my god, I'm fangirling now. You know. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, oh, yeah, we've been busy. We've been doing this. We've been doing our own book and blah, blah, blah. And I think it was Brendan goes, yeah, what have you been doing? Uh, nothing much. Just Spider-Man Deadpool. No fucking big deal. No big deal. And that's exactly how he, he, he's looking at my portfolio. Had that, oh, yeah, nothing much. Just Spider-Man Deadpool. Just doing inks on that. That's all. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's all. <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's... But then again, to crisscross, and Brendan tells this story better than me. 
one of the guys from The Hobbit who played one of the dwarfs came up to my table and bought one of my pieces, and I had no idea who he was. I Whoa. completely. Um, yeah, I had no idea who, like, couldn't have told you who he was. No idea. No. I'm so bad like that. It's, I'm horrible. I, I know you guys because I talk to you guys and I see you guys, but if I only see you at a show once in a while, I may not know who you are, and I don't know actors for shit because I don't care about actors. I don't. I do. Sorry. I know wrestlers because I care about wrestlers. You know. I think that's the, it. I think the only artist that I've ever fanboyed for, and Law can can vouch for this, and my wife can most definitely vouch for this, is Ming Doyle. I know. Oh man. Like Tommy has a real. Uh, I would say soft spot, but it's not that soft. No. For Ming no. Doyle. No, it's not. <laughs> But. You know what was funny for me? It's not so much like fanboying or fangirling. It's that some of these people I genuinely have an interest. Obviously, I have a general an interest in what they do, and like yeah. it's hard when you when you meet them in a certain like at a certain time and place because you can't ask them or say the things you want to say to them because. It's such a, you know, you only have, like, you could really just say hi and bye. And even if, you, yeah. you know, you're talking to them at the table for a bit. Like, I've been fortunate, fortunate enough to uh, actually have, like, sort of full-blown conversations with Tony S. Daniel. Nice. Like, um, it, he, yeah, he, like, it's weird how he carries himself. But, uh, yeah, like, the thing with that is, like, you meet certain people and there's, like, so much shit you want to ask them. And you just want to pick their brain and do a whole fucking podcast with them. But, you know... Mm-hmm kind of can't because you, you know you know you're not balling like that but uh yeah so it, it's an interesting thing so when you run into people like that like it's it's crazy like i remember yeah. when i met a fucking um i'm trying to, there's a lot of people i met and it's just like shit like fucking what do i say you know like who am i yeah yeah, yeah well, like, I mean, dude, like, like, uh, like like with ming doyle and i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna settle this ming. once and for all <laughs> Yes, 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 she is attractive, and I will fully admit that, but that's not why I'm a humongous fan of her. Like, I am, I just, the way, the way that she does her line work, uh, the way that she inks it, like, one of the, literally, and I'm not even joking, uh, the first comic that I ever bought, um, when I really started getting into comics was uh, a Ming Doyle Brian uh, was it Brian Wood yeah Brian Wood Ming Doyle Brian Wood book and uh, Jor uh, Jordy Belair uh, was the colorist it was uh, um, uh, Mara it was through Image and just the artwork positively just blew me away that was a, just a, a, a just a, the way that it was very realistic but also had a very very sort of wow fantastical type feel to it. Oh, you're, you're looking her up now, yeah. She yeah. She has such a, she has such a unique style and the way that she, she, her, you know, her characters are, are, are built and, and everything. So like, that's like me. I could just sit there and just compliment her the whole time and be like, I really like the, I have a commission, uh, that I got the first time that, uh, no, not the first time that I met her. I had her sign. I had her sign my Mara books. I, I have each one of the each individual issue, and each one of them she signed for me. Uh, but I actually commissioned. Uh, you could tell that she was. It was like, it was like mid Saturday. Um, let's see. Uh, it was like mid Saturday, and she wa- and 
I wanted to get a uh, a, a blowjob. <laughs> no, I wanted to get a commission from her, and I mean you no. could definitely yeah, tell. It. You could definitely tell that she was sort of like, all right, yeah, okay, um, yeah, because it, it, you know, it's, it's fucking Saturday at at the end of Boston Comic Con, and she asked me what I wanted to do, and I was like, can you do Mara Prince? Mm. And she just sort of looked at me like, sort of almost flabbergasted because I was asking her to draw one of her characters for me. It was, I wasn't asking her to draw Superman or Batman or Spider-Man or any of the any other million different characters that I could have asked her to draw. I was like, yeah, can you draw me Mara? Like, cause that's like one of my favorite books and it'd be really cool to have an original of Mara done by the actual artist that drew her. So right. I have that like that's like my that's like one of my prized possessions is that freaking I spent it it was worth every every penny of that eighty bucks that I spent on it. Nice. But that's why I'm a huge like, fanboy of Marge of of Ming Doyle because she's just she's just a really nice, cool person, really easy to talk to, and her art's just fucking outstanding. And whatever she puts out, I'm always interested in it. So you know that's. That's what I like about conventions. That's and I, sometimes I feel like I'm a creep if I if I see someone that I really really like their artwork and I'm just like sort of almost too intimidated to walk up and say, "Hey, I really 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 love your work. It really spoke to me." It, you know, without being like that, especially if it's like a female artist, and then I'm just and then I just look like this big burly creepy guy that's just like, huh, "Well, uh, yeah, uh, I was I was I fucking fanboy hard for." Uh... What was it, Man at Arms at KatsuCon? Mm-hmm. When I bumped into Matt, and I was just like, "Holy shit, you're you're fu-. like." Granted, we just went to their panel. I you know got to speak to them briefly after the panel, but he's at the after party. I like turn around, and I'm just like, "Holy shit, you're at this fucking after party, hanging out with us schmoes and shit." Like you know, and he's like, "Yeah," he was like, "You know, come stop by the booth. I'll sign something for you." And I was just like, "Ah." <laughs> like that's so fucking dope, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I at this point, like, I could never imagine in a million years that I'll be living the life that I'm living, fucking, you know, where um Scott Snyder remembers you and goes, Yeah, no. yeah dude. Dude, yeah. like when I met Scott the first time, like I had just started really getting into New 52. I hadn't read much of his stuff before that. And, you know, I was reading some stuff, and, you know, I was getting stuff signed from my boy, um, Drew. The next, like, I think it was the following Boston Comic Con. Like, I, by that time, I did, like, a mashup of an artist rendition of Zero Year Batman and Capullo's Zero Year Batman. And I kind of did a mashup cosplay for it. And I'm like, you know, let me show him. So I showed him a picture of it, I think I have it here somewhere. Yep. I'm just so glad Paul had pants on. I just <laughs> like Scott signed it. He was like, and I told him I was like, yo, I wasn't able to show you at you know at um, special edition because your line was so long and I came late. And he was like, oh man, I would have killed to see that in person. And my heart like skipped a beat. I was like. Holy shit. And I was like, yeah, you met me last year. He was like, yeah, you were the Robin Hood guy. Like, I remember you. You were with your buddy who was the Ghostbuster, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, 
Uh, my life is complete. And, like, <laughs> I was so fucking, you know, I was done. You know, and even, you know, Tommy can, you know, vouch for me on this one when fucking Will Friedle remembered who I was from New York Comic Con with my old Batman costume, now meeting him again with the new costume. And I finally, like, I go into my photo op and just heads turn. And I'm, like, underneath my cowl, Kool-Aid smile, ear-to-ear grinning. And you're just like, hey, I've met you before. And he's looking at me like I'm a crazy person. I'm like, yeah, I met you with my old costume, you know, New York Comic Con 2014. He's like, yeah, I still have that picture. I'm like, would you mind sending me that? Because it's the whole reason why I'm getting the picture with you now, because I don't have the proof. I just have the signature. So he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still hasn't got... Will Friedle, if you're listening... If this ever gets to your ears, I just need the picture from the original time that I met you. This way, I, you know, I have that. You know, dude, you, you know, you I have shared the story, wine yes. with Scott Snyder. Robin? We, uh, me and my friend John, we scared, uh, we scared, we shared uh, wine with Scott Snyder. He was doing That's a a, a signing at um at a Forbidden Planet, and this is like a whole dude. We oh, nice. we we had seen Snyder and and Capullo or. Jim Lee, like about a million times that week, uh, we we went to that signing at Forbidden Planet. We did a we went to a panel at Apple's store. Uh, then we met them like a million. We saw them a million times at a Comic Con. So um, so yeah. So we were at Forbidden Planet and we were waiting and we saw him. You know, before he came in, he was setting up whatever. And we was chatting with him for a little bit. So we were at the front of the line and um, he had some wine. You know, he was uh, it was he was signing for witches. Um, and he had some wine there, I guess it was, you know, cause it was like a big thing or whatever. And he actually like, he shared some wine with me and my boy. This was pretty cool. And then he spilled, he was pouring it for us. He spilled the wine on the, co- on the, uh, comics. And he's like, he's like, Oh, look, I'll take care of that for you. I'll get you a, uh, you know, I was like, nah, don't worry about it, man. It's like, I have comics with his signature and wine spilt by him on it. like i love stories like that and it's so cool like just to be like do like this the story i have with alessandro vitti like i've told i I don't know if i've told told you guys that before but um it is probably one of my i've I've heard heard you know the story um yeah i've heard the story too heard the story so yeah Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure I, i think i told you too pete um but yeah it was just like really cool to be able to bond with him like that and, like, I remember, like, usually, like, before Comic-Con comes up, like, he'll post a status saying, like, you know, can't wait to, you know, for Comic-Con, and he'll actually tag me in it. So it's really cool. And it's not one of those that, like, a million people are tagged in it. It's, like, maybe, like, four or five. Like, you know, um, it, it, it just sucks that, like, his schedule is always so crazy. Otherwise, we'd be chilling in some shit. But, um, yeah. And, and the crazy thing is if I either, I knew, well, if I knew Italian, Dude, I'd probably be chilling with him all the time, like, on some, like, yo, go out there kind of shit. Because, like, he has that kind of language barrier. So yeah, like, need to get that, you need to get, like, those – they have uh, in-ear yeah, that, uh, yeah, translators yeah. with an app. So, like, if you guys had it, so, like, he could translate it, uh, English to Italian, you could translate Italian to no, English. No, he speaks, he speaks really good English. It's just that – you you know with the foreigners like they're they're more comfortable speaking in their you know lang- in native language. Oh, of course. So it's like uh, be, you know so he feels a little uncomfortable because he could speak fine like we can converse pretty well but you know you could kind of tell it's like it's it's there. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I feel like every year I see him he he gets better and better at but like like if you've ever met like um what's the guys' names they did um oh the Reese brothers or Rice brothers however you pronounce it. 
um they they did uh work for um like justice league for the new 52 mm-hmm. ivan reese and um I oh, forget yeah, the other yeah, yeah 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 like and it's funny because like i i was waiting online with, for some with somebody and like one guy was talking to them and they seem kind of like you know they seem like they have an attitude, but it's a, because, you know, their English is not well. But then, like, a couple minutes later, some dude comes speaking to them in, uh, speaking to them in Portuguese, and, you know, you just see the, uh, the, the change. But, um, yeah, no, but anyways, but, the, but, like, it's crazy the kind of relationships we make in these things, man, putting ourselves out there. Like, yeah. I, I, know, I know, like, you know, Pete, you have a lot of shit you deal with. Like, I, I have my social anxiety and all that shit. Yeah. Like, you may not notice... But it's fucking there big time, and it sucks when you're all sweaty and fucking hot and itchy talking to people and shit. But it's it's just great, like, being in that position. Because imagine if we also came to, like, our, our, our issues and yeah. just, like, you know, kept in that shell, man. Like, dude, it's fun shit. Had I, had I literally not, you know, like, a very crazy circumstances, you know, happened to me that I got into cosplay got into you know this whole string of events that led me here but like the way i met hutch was because of wintercon i saw will and you know i bought a bunch of the art but i didn't get a chance to like actually chill and talk with him like i normally do with all the artists mm-hmm. and i had to run to the car for whatever reason i think it was like raining outside and we had to go um but when i was considering going to what was it first contact um i wasn't gonna go because i was like ah oh, it seems like a small show I don't want to travel all the way out to Queens. Like, I'm not sure. It's not a third. And my buddy, my best friend Drew goes, dude, just fucking go. Like, it's Valentine's Day, and you you're definitely don't have a Valentine's Day, uh, Valentine right now. So fucking go. Uh, you know, hashtag single Lawrence back in the day, you know? And shut like, up, man. I don't want to hear that bullshit no more, man. Fuck you. Before we get into it, you know you never <laughs> introduced me to your lady. I asked you if I did, and you said yeah. No, no, no you no, made no, Chris, no, not me. I had no idea who that Asian girl chilling with you was till Chris kind of was like, oh, I think that's Lawrence's girlfriend. I asked you and Chris, and you were like, yeah, and I was like, okay. I had to be told that she was your significant other yeah, also. Uh, maybe, Meanwhile, maybe if you oh, did, I, I probably wasn't paying attention, but, like, because remember, when the one time I went to your table, like, it was like, hectic i was looking for something and you were doing something so yeah and then all of a sudden i see this asian girl there with you and i'm like oh cool and then then like chris yeah. was like oh that's well, Lawrence's it, girlfriend well at least you guys actually get to fucking meet her because the weekend that i come down to new york she's like oh she's busy she can't come up and then like the next weekend he's like oh with that new it's a we're at indian con and i'm like you motherfucker like now she can come down <laughs> but you can't fucking come up to I, like i can't meet her you fucking asshole she's gonna she's gonna come up with me to, to maine to visit you guys then, then he starts gallivanting throughout going to sporting events and stuff can't invite somebody like a whole group integrated <laughs> with the group no i want you no, i got tickets randomly the first time my dad i, I can't get a ticket right i 50 my dad won Yankee tickets. No, 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 that's good. You're embarrassed by us. I understand. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh, I see how it is now. I see how I see, it is. I was embarrassed to show up at a Yankee game because they, they always lose when I show up. Embarrassed by us. I get it. I see how it is. You don't want... Oh, no, no, those aren't my... I just know them. Uh, yeah. No, I see. <laughs> yeah. 
No, I see but how I'm it is. Associated you with can, those guys, you can, you can share a hotel room with me and my Listen, wife on two I different trips. But I love each and every one of your smuck faces, wholeheartedly. I don't know if I believe that, Lawrence. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy, <laughs> you can't. You have, you out of all three people on the screen right now, you have the least say of saying I can't. I don't love you right I don't, now. I don't, you have I don't know if I believe you. I don't know if I believe you, Lawrence. Where's the reciprocation? Bye. Where's 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 the love, Lawrence? I don't feel I'm it. Hurt. Right there, right there, right there. I'm, I'm fucking pointing at it. What, like my couch? See, your couch? You know, me. Yeah, your no. You see how you said it? Your couch. If, if your couch that you love to sleep on when you go over here. If the only place I, I had a girlfriend, which I, I, will probably never happen, because hashtag I ain't shit. I would fucking that would be the first thing I do. Like, hey guys, this is my girlfriend. And then she'd leave me like And then she leave me two days after. Because that's my luck. That like literally she showed because I it got to a point where she was like, I'm gonna come to Khan. And I was like, uh, you don't sound like you're gonna come to Khan, but let's see what happens. And it reached like she said, I'm gonna stop by at twelve. She didn't show up to like maybe two. So I was like, Oh shit, like you really came. I I honestly was just like, Okay, it's already two o'clock, she's not showing up. She shows up and I'm like, Holy shit, I feel really bad for doing this to you, but I'm gonna have to like literally introduce you to so many people right now. My family, my friends, like everyone. Everyone I have to introduce you to right think, now. I, th- I think Pete we're, has something to say. We're gonna translate what Lawrence just said. Oh, no, don't come to Khan. No, I don't want you to meet any of those guys. No, oh my God. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Now they're gonna know I have a girlfriend. Oh shit, no, I don't want these guys to know. Oh my God, no. No, just sit behind this table and hide. Don't go near any of those guys. Oh my God! I brought her by your table towards the end of the fucking show, so you can't say shit. By the end, see, that's the show. Uh, I'm sorry about that, but anyway, what were you talking about, Lauren? Before all this, God, that was a lot of bulb. That you guys are all douche nozzles. That was fun, though. Was that really what you were talking about before? It's okay. Absolutely, that Danny. I guarantee. 100% that's what you guys are talking you about. You won't be saying that when I sit on your lap when I see you in October, so. Ooh. Oh Make sure you bring God. that love-stained couch. Mm. <laughs> you know, Lawrence, just so you know, I do fuck the cushions when you're not looking. Listen, I wouldn't doubt it. I'm telling you, just speaking of comfy couches in October, and <laughs> I'm severely thinking about bringing my office chair on the train and then rolling it down and having an office chair. At Comic Con this that, year, that would be fantastic. I'm thinking. I'm really thinking about doing it because it's like, oh, at, at by the end of Sunday. <laughs> yeah, by the end. Of, and let me tell you something. We're gonna say this now because I know it's just as bad for you guys as it is for us. If Marvel has some sort of shows movie playing on a loop the whole Fire week, oh my this. fucking god, I wanted I to kill somebody. That, oh my god! That Iron Fist thing, like I liked the show, but what Ugh. the fuck? Like, I didn't why, watch Jessica Jones because of that. Why didn't I? Why did I have to listen to? Oh, are you the Iron Fist? Every <laughs> fucking Every. thirty seconds for like ten hours a day for four days. Fuck that shit. I love you, Marvel, but but still, but still there are people that are right fucking there. Like, I don't want to listen to that shit the whole day. Luckily, after the first two hours, you can tune it out. 
Especially yeah. if it starts That's getting well, to, if it starts getting busy. Yeah, but like the beginning of the show and the end of the show, you hear it every fucking thirty seconds, yeah. and you're just like, when I you hate get you. there at seven in the morning and it's still going, and you're like, oh my god, I don't have enough coffee. Uh, I don't yeah. have other thing. Yeah, every morning was. I'm gonna have to make edibles. I'm and making, Tommy looking yeah. at each other and just going, "There's literally not Dude. enough coffee in the world for this shit." I'm making Dude. edibles for new for NYCC. Imagine, imagine me, like you know, in the stratosphere at Comic Con. <laughs> no, Dude, I'm fine with that. I'm telling you, I'm just gonna bring brownies for everybody, and we're gonna have I some think that's fun. Such a great idea. Now, I will say another great. <laughs> make sure Ethan doesn't touch them. Yeah, oh, yeah, fuck yeah no. Don't. Fuck no. No, you, no, 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 no that'll be fine. Special. Just leave them at the Fat Guy Inc. table. These these are grown-up brownies. Yeah, leave them at the Fat Guy Inc. booth. They'll be fine there. Yeah, just these are for like, people with just diabetes. Remember there's, just remember there's going to be just remember there's going to be a lot of a lot of specialness that's going into them. So I have I have my pills. I'll be fine. Don't worry. Please don't put coke in it. Oh no no no! <laughs> it'll just it'll just be really We're good. Weed, that's all. It'll just be really good weed. It'll be a lot of it and. You're gonna be feel. You'll probably feel like you're gonna die uh, for the, like the first hour or so. Dude, I know. I know how to. Yeah. I, I've I've never had one of those, but I know enough to just nibble on it. Okay. Here's the thing. Okay. I'm gonna. We're gonna have a little less. And I'm gonna. I'm gonna have a lesson. And Thomas is gonna tell me if I'm right or wrong. No. Go ahead. And this, this is when you inhale the smoke, you're getting the THC. Yep. And that's whatever. When you eat the edible, I can't pronounce the name of the chemical that you're 11 getting. 11-hydroxy, I can't remember exactly what it is. It's like but it, 27 it, letters. Yeah, it but metabolizes it through your liver and it hits you like five or ten times harder. And, yeah, instead and of going lasts. through your, your lungs and, and seeping through the, the, the membranes in your lungs, it goes directly to your liver where alcohol basically is processed. Yeah, and it goes right and, to your and bloodstream. It, and then it hits you. it hits you not really so much as... Not like a narcotic or anything like that, but it hits you almost like a mushroom or yeah, LSD. It's a body high. Yeah, yeah. My, my 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 roommate's son did that like a while ago. He had a he had not not like recently like months ago. He had a uh, a, a Captain Crunch kind of like Rice Krispie treat kind of thing. Oh, okay, I was gonna say yeah. Crunch. Yeah, yeah, it was something along those lines. And um, so he went to go see uh, Power Rangers with us. <laughs> And um, we were walking up the block, and he's like, "Yo," he said some shit. He he said he he you know he wasn't feeling right, so he went home. So we got home. Oh no, matter of fact, my roommate sends me pictures of him in the hospital. Said he like you know he was spazzing out, like he was he was throwing up gang signs and shit. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> yeah, with that shit. If you yeah. can, if you get the opportunity, uh, Google, look up on YouTube Joe Rogan edibles, and you'll understand. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, I listen to the Joe Rogan podcast, and he explains this yeah. all the time. He explains, yeah, he explains all right. it all the time. Yeah. So funny story, funny story about this very subject. Uh, this was probably like 2012, I think it was. Uh, it was it was when Cloud Atlas was come, they had come out in the theaters. All right, that was trippy sober. Oh yeah, well just wait for it. <laughs> so my uh, we we lived in uh, an old house uh, that was uh, uh, split into three different apartments. There was like a back house that got built on as an addition, which is where me and my my then fiance and and my best friend lived. Uh, my fiance now is my wife, uh, obviously. And then the first floor and the second floor were uh, two different people. And the first floor uh, were these two uh, super fun, super cool hippies. Um, and uh, the boyfriend, the girl, the girlfriend 
who was the one that actually lived there, uh, was going to nursing school, and the boyfriend um, was a lobster a lobster fisherman. So he was work. He would work crazy hours for like six or eight months, and then have like four months off. So he comes back. This is like right near the end of the season for for uh, lobstering. So he was pretty much off most of the time. And he's like, "Here, have some cookies." And I didn't know that they were edibles. So I was like, "Sweet!" Frick. I was like, "Sweet fucking chocolate chip cookies." Uh, no, he was really cool. He hung out with us, and he was he's yeah. eating a bunch of them too. And yeah. and he's like, "Here, have some cookies." And I grabbed one. And I start eating. I was like, "Oh, this is really good." And then I grab like two more, and he's like, "Uh," and I was like, "What? They're good, right?" And he's like, he just starts laughing. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, they're they're really good. You should have those." And so I ate three fucking cookies. All right, oh, shit, and dog. it didn't Damn. it didn't hit me until like two hours later when I realized that they were pot cookies, and I'm like, I'm fucking flying high, and we'd our me and me and Alyssa had already decided that we were going to go to see Cloud Atlas because I really, really wanted to see Cloud Atlas. Oh, I'm sorry that I'm ruining your group discussion. No, but you're like screaming about edibles. I'm not screaming. There's no screaming involved. I'm sorry. You should have shut the doors anyway. I'm sorry. I'm I'm being scolded because apparently I'm screaming. I can scream if you want. It'll be much louder than it is now. Anyway... I do when mommy and daddy fight. I know, right? <laughs> right. No. I hate it when mom and daddy fight, and I'm I'm dad apparently. Um, <laughs> uh, but well, that's because Eric never fights ever, so I can't. Yeah, no, <laughs> right. <laughs> so so we go to see uh, Cloud Atlas, and I am fucking on cloud nine. Like I swear, I'm just so out of it. And we're watching uh, the preview. That, like the shit, you know. This is the preview for the tsunami movie that like Naomi Watts and Ewan McGregor were in. We're watching the preview for it, and I start to feel myself start choking up and tearing up, and I have to like catch myself and say, "Don't cry in a movie theater at a fucking preview. We're in we're in public. This is a preview for a movie. Don't cry." Don't cry. I know it's sad. Don't cry. Don't cry. I had to like not look at the screen for like the second half of the preview because I was going to cry watching it. And then for like two and a half, three hours, I'm just like my mind was just like blown by all this crazy shit in that movie. And it, I was exactly. <laughs> I could just picture you like that. Yeah. Oh, like the Romans are trafficking babies. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, and then I still uh. And then, like, the next morning, I was still feeling some residual effects from it. Granted, this was also because I had, like, three or four really, really potent pot cookies, so. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I did some shit, like, this is probably what I would hear. Like, that would be playing in a loop. Like, that, that like, shit like that I stay away from. Like, I do just from time to time. Yeah, just have a small piece of it. Yeah, yeah, dude. No, like, trust me, I know because if I... If if I like you know if I didn't know should I be fucked? Thankfully, like enough people have had the experience that I'm open to it. Like I you know I understand how to do it, so it's like see that's the key now, to. Um, now I, I would mean, say you probably don't want to do LSD, Danny. That yeah, those things, see stuff like that. Like me and my friend Nick, me and that Nick, you know, f- going on Nick, we joke stuff. about that a lot, dude. <laughs> that's some like, fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, like you guys, you guys ever seen the uh, that sort of Family Guy where um 
where fucking um where Brian did mushrooms and he oh, was dude, tripping. mushrooms and LSD are two totally different things. Yeah. Yeah, but no, but either way, like anything, you know, hallucinogenic, hallucinogenic, like all those kind of. Dude, you gotta like, eat a lot of mushrooms to get hallucinations. Usually, it's just a body high. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you gotta eat a lot of mushrooms. Like I did, I I've told I've told my LSD story before, right? Nope. I've, I heard it. Lawrence oh, has heard my LSD story. story. Uh, you guys want to hear my LSD story? And then I got to tell mine. All right. Story, story. All right. So, so uh, this all stems from actual eat, actually eating a whole bunch of mushrooms and, and hallucinating while at work and getting uh, suspended because uh, I had a conversation with Tony the Tiger at the supermarket that I was working at and decided to leave my shift early. Which is very bad. So I get suspended. <coughs> and yeah. uh, so my buddy at the time, well, he's still my buddy. I haven't heard from him in a while, but that's sort of beside the point. My buddy at the time, Henry, says, hey, man, my friend Billy can get acid. Do you want to go do acid? I'm like, fuck it. I don't have to go to work for the next week. Sure. Let's go do acid. So it's on my birthday. Yeah, that's what it was like the whole night. That that. <laughs> so, so we go and um, because I was a wicked stoner at that point, uh, we drive uh, out to this baseball field that we always went to because we like to play frisbee. When we smoked a blunt on the way there, so it was already stoned, and we dropped the acid, and it takes like forty-five minutes to an hour to really like kick in. So we're playing frisbee, and all of a sudden, I look up because I hear something, and I look up, and all of the trees are swaying in unison, <laughs> and they're all singing to me in like a tree, like a like a like a tree, a tree language. So I didn't understand what they were singing, but it was a very happy song. So it was just swaying back and forth, and I was like. Oh, it's starting. I literally, I said that to my friends. I was like, it's starting, guys. And they're like, well, oh, wow. And then my buddy Henry's like, oh, well, they say if you drink orange juice, it really intensifies like the body high aspect of it. So I'm like, okay, cool. And then, of course, I'm the only one that has a driver's license. So I'm driving already fucking tripping my balls on LSD. And I go and get... um orange juice and I pound like a quart of orange juice and then we make it to my friend's apartment or our friend's apartment and uh, we sit down and have you guys ever seen the movie uh, A Scanner Darkly? Yeah. 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 You know that, that crazy like cell animation that they do in that movie? Everybody looked like that for like three hours. Everything was like that movie. So, and the crazy part was everyone was dressed in color-coordinated outfits, too. So it was even, like, more surreal because my buddy Henry was in all shades of blue. And uh, I was in all black. Uh, the girl's apartment that was there was in pink and gray, but it was, like, she had, like, she had, like, a gray shirt on with uh, with pink lettering on it. And then she had pink sweatpants on with gray lettering. Like, I mean, it was fucking crazy everybody had like I, color coordinates. I, I need to i need to you need to what to do that like dude 
Oh, no. I'm sorry, Rick. Morty, you idiot. Now I have to make more. What, what, what was it? It's acid, Morty. Pure LSD. <laughs> sorry, Rick. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh, no, and I'm not even done. This is only like halfway through the trip. Really? Yeah. Wow. And then this is we, a, just, we end up getting really, we end up getting kicked out of the apartment because uh, the the chick that was there her fiance was coming home and she didn't want him to be I can't remember what it was it was some stupid reason but I'm like I'm like you want me to drive I was like I'm 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 fucking rolling on acid right now <laughs> I'm like I'm I am way far gone I, like Do I you can't drive. fly. <laughs> And, but she's like, no, you guys got to leave. I'm like, all right, Henry, you're going to have to guide me. Because right now, all I can really see is colors. Like, I don't, I don't really see much of anything besides colors. So somehow, we make it to another friend's place. But he's not home, so we park in the parking lot of his apartment complex. And he directed me by telling me where to turn uh, at the different blurs of color. Um... So I'm again. I'm surprised that I didn't die uh, driving. Uh, it's in kids. If you're listening to this, first of all, if kids are listening to this, then you shouldn't be listening to this. But if you are listening to this, and your parents <laughs> it's a little are too late for them. Let, yeah, I know, right? But don't ever, don't ever do drugs and drive. It's just a bad idea, um, especially acid when you can't see and you're like seven hours into like a ten-hour trip. Not a good time. Um, so in the parking lot for the next two or three hours. I had my laptop with me because at that point I didn't. I don't think I had an iPod, um, and I hooked it up to the aux cable in my car and just played through my iTunes on random. And after about two or three songs, I ended up hallucinating a notebook uh, on my steering wheel, and it had this stick figure band that was playing different instruments and was playing every song that was being played through my car speakers. So, like, they played foreplay in long time, so I saw, like, a seven-piece band playing, like, foreplay in long time, and then it would cut to, like, a Blink-182 song, and then half of the members would disappear, and it was just, like, a three-piece band, and it, like, for hours. I'm, I'm literally, my friend Henry said, I literally sat for, like, two or three hours staring at my steering wheel, eyes wide open, mouth just agape with like drool coming down my out of my mouth just staring at my fucking steering wheel and all i remember is watching these little stick figure bands playing these you know doing like guitar spins and like flipping off of the fucking amplifiers and doing uh, like i think at one point i had moby dick came on to my came on my uh itunes so it was like a drum solo so i'm watching like john bon a stick figure john bonham play the drums like it was crazy and then I wake, woke up the next morning. Uh, apparently, I passed out, and uh, I woke up the next morning in uh, in the car uh, with my laptop dead. And uh, <laughs> I'm like, "All right, let's go get some breakfast." And, and that was. How See, I, I guess that's the that's the scariest part, like waking up and not knowing. You know what I mean? Like that. That's the whole thing. Like that's well, outside of that. Like you gotta have somebody babysit you. Otherwise, you're gonna end up in a fucking ditch somewhere. When my stories were all in college, and when I was at Hofstra in the '90s, and uh, we always, somebody would always have the designated dorm room. Mm-hmm. There was always a someone who had you know always done it more often, so we always had a safe zone. So you know you could crash in somebody's food. You know you had a place, so it was okay. Um, 
But I do I, I, I don't remember a whole story, but I know bits and pieces. I remember at one point we walked outside because it was just it was a nice fall night. So we walked outside or spring. I don't know. And uh, I do remember my last name leaving my body and running away. The letters of my last name with little arms and legs. Wow. <laughs> and I just remember, are you okay? My last name left. What's your last name? I don't know. It'll come back. Okay. <laughs> one thing I do remember, and this was, I don't know if they tell the story still, but um, we went to the intramural fields at Hofstra, these big fields. Um, and it was misty, so it was kind of cool. And, you know, and then and over, I stopped and then, over the hill, I just see the mist moving, so I thought I was just, you know, seeing stuff. And then my buddy stood next to me, he's like, are we all saying the same shit? Like, four of us, like, are we all saying the same shit? He's like, yeah. Now I'm a little freaked out. Turns out it was this dude who was running over the hill. Just had pants on, just pants. Little, uh, probably like five foot one, little, you know, muscular, little Wolverine-looking dude. Red curly hair. Dirt, dirt everywhere, like covered in mud and shit. Hi, yeah, cool. Hi, like we thought we were, I thought I was imagining this, and <laughs> I was talking about the Earth and blah 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 and stuff stuff like that. So we're like, okay, cool, all right. And he was really weird. Then he ran off. Didn't think of him again. Okay, don't mind it. Went back, enjoyed our day, had a great time. Woke up, <coughs> found out later from a buddy of ours that would work public safety. This little guy had done something similar to Thomas did. He uh, got really high, um, found his mushrooms, big Ziploc bag, took them all, decided, you know, had some fun. Um, But then either fucked up or got a hold of some really strong acid and, like, did a lot, like, more than he really should have and was just in... He was a constant glitch in the matrix. Okay. Like he fucked himself up. So at Hofstra, I, I don't know how the dorms are everywhere, anywhere else, but at Hofstra, there was one set of buildings called Colonial Square that had suites. It was two bedrooms, two double bedrooms, a common room, and a bathroom. So the guys, okay. all, everybody in the suite had left. So the guy was by himself. So he wanted to be one with the earth. He was like a Greenpeace guy. So apparently he had taken his bed sheet and gone out into the fields and started collecting dirt and brought it all into his bedroom. Oh, my God. (laughs) And he had a couple, by the time they said they found him, he had a couple hundred pounds of dirt in the room. There was handprints. He was naked in sleeping in the dirt. There was handprints all over the, like, and the story, and then they, they, his parents had to come down from, like, New Hampshire or some shit. Pick him up, like they had to take him. We like, had to go to the oh, hospital. Like, make sure he, like, he was all fucked up for a while, and, <laughs> and it just was. While I was in school, that was like the, the people were like, "Oh, that's just a rumor. That didn't really happen." Then we found the kid's roommate. He's like, "Yeah, that really happened, but I don't know. It was really fucked up." And like we saw him that night. Why didn't you tell anybody? Tripping my balls off. I really couldn't. <laughs> I really didn't think. That, I didn't think that it was really happening. Well, first off, <laughs> right. Somebody goes, but you should have said something. I'm like, I didn't think it was fucking real. So I right, like I can't. Tripping, I'm just, tripping. I can't. There's no frame of reference for me. Yeah, I can't admit to something that I saw in my own head. Plus, I couldn't give them my last name. 
They're like, what? Don't worry. Don't worry. My last name ran away. It just ran away. Right. It's little green, little arm. Ah, it just ran away. It was, it was fucked. And it ran away in order, which is the worst part. It's like, it wasn't all. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. It's like one of those Sesame Street family guy things. That's really what it was. That's One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. But it was fun. It was like it, it's 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 definitely something that you want to do with comfortable people in a comfortable space, with friends that you can trust, and then you'll be okay. So, unless you're a kid, because you shouldn't do those things. Because none of us, an adult. none of us think that that's legal or the right thing to do, unless you're in the right state. Also, you shouldn't that. masturbate because if you masturbate, you'll become blind. That's you know for the kids. You know, you gotta know that. Danny, where's that's, why glasses. that's why all of them wear glasses. I don't. Unless oh. before you do, uh, you on, no, no. See, you got to lean on the arm that you use so that your arm falls asleep. Oh, stranger! Yeah. Stranger. stranger! I've never seen myself. But then, for years, my fantasy football team <laughs> was named the Lefty Backhanded Strangers, and people, <laughs> why is that your fantasy football team? And then somebody said, oh, LBS, pounds, he's fat. LB. I'm like, yeah, that's it. And finally, my buddy got is like, is that, is, that a, is that a jerking off reference? I'm like, yeah, once you get, you know, so bored of the stranger, you use your left hand, but, you you know, you go backhanded. And then to the lefty backhanded stranger, it's like, a, it's like adding a degree of difficulty. And smell it. <laughs> it's like adding. It's like adding a degree of difficulty to a dive. You know, you can just do the dive and you're just going to get a certain amount of points. But if you tuck and then rotate and then flip, you get more points. There you go. There you go. Well, there it is. Have you guys, have you guys yeah. ever seen uh, Black Dynamite? No. Yeah. yeah, of course. Okay. Well, there's a, a line in the movie and one of my buddies who we're all really big fans of, of the movie. Uh, you should definitely look it up. Pete. It's fucking hilarious. Um, his fantasy football team this year is Crenshaw Pete and the hot-ass coat hangers. <laughs> I am so glad I'm retired from fantasy sports. Oh Wait, I was gonna ask, like, are, are you doing? Fan- uh, who's doing I won three years ago. I won two football leagues and two baseball leagues in the same calendar year. After I lo- after I won the fourth league, I turned around and said, "This is a sign. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I am going to John Elway." My on top, man. Exactly. I, I still have yet to make the playoffs for mine. Is my Lawrence, when I tell you or fourth season? The two leagues that I won, both leagues I had six and seven records going into the play. I had snuck into the playoffs. Nice. Uh, I had losing records. And then I just played waiver wire bingo the entire playoffs. Yeah, you I, have to. I had Baltimore's defense in both leagues. I dropped them because they had been eliminated by the time it was time for the right. Super, our Super Bowl. Well, they, 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 I, I forget who they were playing, but the guy I was playing couldn't pick them up when I dropped them. He couldn't pick them up, so it was safe to drop them. And then I picked up Kansas City's defense. And people, people like, no, I picked up Cleveland's defense. And people like, why did you do that? I forget what defense I picked. But they were playing either Cleveland or Kansas City one year when Cleveland and Kansas City were both shit. Yeah. They're playing Kansas City. They're going to score more points. I'm taking a bet, and this is our Super Bowl. Oh, you, they're not gonna, you, you just fucked yourself. You should have played Baltimore. Baltimore ended up losing something like 33 to something. Like tons of points were scored in Baltimore's 
game. Baltimore's defense had scored no points, but the defense I had picked up actually scored like 27 points because they had like Shit. two pick six. They had like two pick sixes and only let up like six points. And I looked like the nice. smartest world. Well, I was just I just was like flip a coin and hope for the best. Yep, there, there you go. go. Yeah, right now I'm I'm one and oh. I'm I'm hoping for the best. I picked up my boy Carr, so I'm feeling I'm feeling confident. Yo, do you want to hear my running backs in one of my leagues? Go for it. Okay. Barring really, quick, any- really quick. Uh I do, unfortunately, gentlemen, I have to run. Right on, man. Oh, yeah, so, dude, it was fun, man. Oh, dude, it's all good. We got like two. Oh yeah, we gotta we gotta have you on again. Two hours yeah, and. Twenty minutes worth of, of stuff. Yeah, no, what the funny. fuck? We've just been talking. I love you. I will see you all soon. I'll see you all in New York Comic Con. Uh, we have. Tons. I have. I also have. I don't know when this is going to be out, but just so I can do the uh, the, pl- the 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 plugs. Uh, Facebook.com Fat Guy Inc. Or you can just go to Instagram at Fat Guy Inc. Two thousand fifteen. Plus, plus, the Pancakes and Booze Art Show is the week after New York Comic Con. It is in Soho in New York City. It is one of the best. No, no. It is the best fucking underground art show you've ever gone to. And yes, there are free pancakes. And yes, they make them right there. It is fucking dope. And I, it's on. I actually have the event page. I've invited all of you guys already. You have to come. It is fucking lit. The show is fantastic. I'll no, I'm not it. coming because you said lit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> It just has to stop being on days that I work late, but now that I don't work late on uh, those days, I can come. I'm old. I'm down with all the hip terms and shit. Well, if only I was in the tri-state area, but that's okay. At one point, I'll be able to do it. I do have a hotel room for the Thursday night. Ooh, fancy. Ooh. Well, that's the... Don't ooh, because I'm trying to get people to come with me so we can split the room, because fuck. (laughs) Are you going to have any sweet interns this year? Unfortunately, and this is my one knock towards New York Comic Con. New York Comic Con that's becoming the, the, the giant that it is, and I'm not going to blast Reed Pop for making money. I'm not. But the price of the vendor badge has gone up. And since I am not Marvel or DC or even Image or IDW or anybody like that, we just can't afford it. So unfortunately, we will not have our incredibly awesome intern this year. Oh, yeah. man. I mean, I sh- I Wait, what? Yeah, no interns this year. Wait, what do you mean no interns? Oh, all the hot chicks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Going up as fuck. Welcome to the party. Man, that's. Yeah, no, sucks, it's just man. not in. We couldn't, it just couldn't afford it this year. Because we were just buying their badge, and it was cool, and it worked out great, but it was. It just. Reed Pop really just priced us out. It wasn't. It'd be. Because we. There's no way to track what kind of money we make off having, but the help that we get is pretty fantastic. So instead of interns this year, we're each going to just bring uh, a case of water, you know, water bottle. Because most of the time, you know, other than handing out flyers, the interns are coming to, with water or coffee. So we're just going to bring a box of coffee every morning, and we're going to already have a couple cases of water at the booth. And that's it. Yeah, and you guys will have some brownies to munch on, too. And some brownies and a bucket so I can pee in it, because mm-hmm. that's probably... Is he okay? He's just peeing. Don't worry about him. He's fine. So. <laughs> All right, man. Love you guys. Talk to you later. Oh, Bye. See you later. Peace. Peace.
Oh, holy shit. <laughs> that was fun. That was, a, that was a fucking great episode. That was man. a good one. I might just put that out in the next couple of days, so. Yeah, it's a long That's... episode, so. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Nice. I think I'm just going to go straight, like, I'm not even going to put music break in. I'm just literally just going to fucking dump Sometimes it. just wing it, man. That's it. You know, like, people just want to listen to our stupid asses talk sometimes, which is weird. Mm-hmm. I actually found out, like, one of my friends that I was kicking it with on, uh, on um, Saturday, shout out to Pedro, and, uh, uh, yeah, like, uh, not Saturday, Friday, um, he actually listens to the uh, Successfully Failing show, which is, like, I was like, holy shit, like, that is... Have you put, out a, have you put out a new episode on fucking uh, iTunes yet? Because it hasn't oh, come out know on what? my feed. Yeah, I did it. I forgot to put it on iTunes. I put it on uh, SoundCloud and uh, uh, YouTube. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, because um, I've been waiting. I saw that you posted new, new, a new one, and I've been waiting for it to show up in my feed. Yeah. Yeah, we were going to... Um, like, I was going to do a couple episodes this past weekend, but it was like... Uh, what was happening? Um... It was like one event, one night, and then another event, another night. So I was like, "Shit, yeah, it just didn't work out." But um, yeah, I, I got to post it on iTunes. I actually forgot. I think we might be recording. Um, let's see what's going on. Probably Friday, cause uh, we've got some shit to talk about. Um, some more sports shit, some video game stuff actually. But this when I think this is when everything is gonna start getting more spicier again, cause we sort of like unintentionally became a wrestling podcast just because that was like the only real like intriguing thing that was going on this summer um you know baseball's baseball but football's back and and basketball is going to be back soon and we're going to go off uh these fucking espn rankings oh yeah yeah they got fucking anthony rated 60th yeah that's 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 some bullshit right there but uh I have I have dishes to do, so I'm going to peace out as well. Uh, Why is your chest out, Thomas? I mean, Lawrence? Are you wearing? Okay, no, never mind. I see. I'm wearing a hoodie. I thought I you was had wearing... no shirt underneath it. I was about to like. No, I'm wearing a hoodie and a white beater. Nip slips. <laughs> oh, just let us know. Let me, let, let me know when we gonna do this again. Oh, for sure. I feel like the more we do it, the better. I mean. More content, yeah, we just gotta we just gotta there. get back into the swing of it because it's like with um I know it's I know this personally because there's no like schedule or anything like that so it's a lot easier to just like say yeah we'll do it next time and you know um with the with the other show we had the you know yeah it was we Wednesday had that set time you know it yeah. was already but uh it was sort of like a job kind of not in not in a bad way I'm just saying it was set like that so but yeah it's it was, a lot easier it was nice, to get uh, it was good. Yeah, but at least now we have, you know, I mean, granted we get a little more laid back, but it, it we, we, we can do it when we want, we can do it how we want. So, yeah, mm-hmm. just let me know. I'm down, for as sure, always. For sure. You All right, guys. Record the spot for the beginning, the intro. Huh? Have Pete record the intro. Yeah, if he wants to, for sure. I will most definitely, I'll reach out to him and let him know. And uh, we'll put this out probably next week. Uh, All right, yeah. Nice. Just keep pushing the the latest one that we did and SoundCloud it and you know. Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, sometime soon. Yeah, I got a thing from Hutch saying he's like, I haven't forgot about you, but you know, things have been but a little crazy around you. here. I'm like, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Things so, have been crazy on all fronts. I think. So I'm not worried about it. I think by the end of the month we should have an RSS feed, which means we can have fucking iTunes. And I can just upload all of my stuff 
Everyone, anyone who, anyone who fucking has, uh, uh, that has iTunes and Google Play and they subscribe to us, it's just going to have like, it's going to be like 10 podcasts that are already there that they can listen to if they want nice. to. Yeah. And they're all going to be long format and I like it like that. Word, yo. All right. We're at like two hours yeah. and 25 minutes, so. Damn. Peace nice. out, yo. All right. All right Peace. We'll, we'll see you guys. Good cast, boys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.